192 of Final Boss TV. Still today, and I'm not going to do the whole titles nonsense. It's just the WoW and Gay rating show today. Obviously, that is going to be moving away. But today, World of Warcraft, talking about the method world first. I keep having to remake that uh, that lower third, but I actually haven't changed the text very often. It seems someone keeps reigning supreme. But my name is Adam K, aka Bay. However, I am joined today by popular demand by this beautiful man because apparently the internet likes us when we are talking to each other together. Hi, hi Mike. <laughs> what are you doing? I have an intro to get to, Bowser. What are you doing? What? <laughs> I was just looking for props. I'll be honest. <laughs> was Bowser just props. Bowser's like he popcorned the hell out of you. Look at your camera. What happened to you? No, I'm come a back. Bowser, Andy. Oh no. <laughs> it's all good, man. Oh my gosh. Hi. 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 Oh my gosh. All right, that's it. That was not what I was expecting. I was totally bamboozled on that one. But I got to make sure I thank these nerds and ladies for supporting the show, the stream, and everything in between over on the show's Patreon page, but that is not the announcement I want to get to real quick. And of course, I will mention it again in the mid-break of the show, but uh, you know that artist Fabelina? She has uh, made apparel and shirts, and there is a line we have called the Little Final Bosses. Well, a new one is out right now. So the Little Queen is out currently. This just launched today. It is selectable in a plethora of colors and styles, both for ladies and dudes and little people. Tank tops, baseball tees, sweatshirts, stickers. You can get all of that customizable right now if you would like. That is the little sea queen shirt. This was just posted. We got this figured out today. So you can go check that out. Support the show, the stream, everything in between. Get yourself something physical. And of course, let me keep working with artists like this. And if you're a patron and have been for the past couple of months leading up to this, you will get one already. So we'll sort that out and get those mailed to you very soon. But that's enough out of me. I have a crazy overlay for the show today. So there it is. There we are. We are sitting down with Kona. Say hello. Yo. Hello. The boy. He's in the middle. It's the boy sandwich. That's me. That's you. <laughs> Yo, what's up? <laughs> And Narcolis, who keeps sneaking into all the world firsts What's in the up, bottom boys? corner there. And there's that guy What's next up? to me over there. I don't know who that is. Who's that? <clears throat> I've now got Bowser sat staring at me because I have nowhere to put it. <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing? What are you, I, I was <laughs> not expecting you stuff. to Bowser boozle me there. Oh, Good I've gracious. got it already. Ready? Look at this. Oh, is that a... Beautiful. Where's the... oh, that's from Ghostbusters. Is that the... <laughs> Is that the marshmallow, the marshmallow man from man. Ghostbusters? Is. This is made of cast iron. You could kill someone with this thing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's vicious, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I don't know. I don't know where you want to start. I have sort of the, the opening bit here, uh, because Mike and I haven't like run a show together. 
Even though I'm just expecting us to like just act like we were at Race to World first. I have some notes, but we don't have to stick to them. But I want to go back. We'll go to Narcoles first. With uh, if people don't know who the heck you are on the internet, how long have you been part of Method, and what do you do in Method, sir? What do you What do you do? Mm, I think I've been here for like almost five years now. Close to that, I would. It was like four and a half or something like that. Oh wow! Since pretty much since the REM merge, I was in REM for entire wood. And, uh, then the merge happened, and then I've been in Method ever since the merge in HMC. Hmm. Uh, I started out as DK. Red Palo became insane. Been stuck as Red Palo ever since. Pretty much. Stuck? Like you don't love it? <laughs> what do you mean well, stuck? <laughs> you, I love not like DK. you didn't have an opportunity to change, bro. I love DK just as much, so. I actually oh. checked your video because I wanted to see your POV of Ashara, so I assumed you would have uploaded it to get some clicks, and you hadn't. <coughs> but I, I did watch your um, Archimon kill on your DK, where you were rocking it, actually. Well, wait, Archimon, this your yeah. prime. And you kind kind of peaked in HFC. I'm not gonna lie, that yeah. is my peak. I don't think I've ever played that good. Well, that's on video forever. <laughs> oh no. How about you, Deep Shades? The boy. How long have you been in Method? Well, I initially joined in HFC, like uh, early farm. Then I became a Serenity traitor. <laughs> then when Serenity was a sinking ship, um, I was the first one to jump uh, away and mm. rejoined them in Nighthold farm. And since then, I uh, collected a few world firsts with the boys, <laughs> with the squad. And always Warlock. So yeah, not much to say. Yeah, like, um, that was a weird conversation because Scribe was really open about it. But if you ask any of, like, Just Way or anything, they're like, don't talk about Serenity. Don't talk about it. But when we <laughs> asked Scribe about it, it was like, oh, yeah, they all fucked off to Serenity. And then we were like, <laughs> I joined. It was fine. And then we took control. It would have been a different story, I think, if uh, they didn't come back and win. But uh, Scribe seems really proud about it. Well, yeah. when school's around, I don't want to say the name, you know. <laughs> but um, when school's not around, I can uh, freely say it. Yep. Yeah, he's not here. He wasn't even on the last show uh, that I did for World First. Granted, if Scott was here, he would say that he's actually been a part of every method World First because he had to step away for Crucible, so he wasn't part of that one. So that's on you guys. That I'm the MDI it. team. <laughs> yeah, the MDI team. They all claim to it like, I've never lost a World First. Gingy, yeah. I heard Gingy telling somebody that. Like, no, 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 I've never lost a World First. I've always had a World First. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's not how that works. No, it's not how that works. <laughs> no. And Kona, how about you, sir? How long have you been in Method? You're muted, first off. Oh, my God. Hello? 10 Nailed out of 10, Kona. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Myself, amazing. <laughs> I've been in Method like 10 months now, or like close close to a year, I think. I play healer, Resto Druid main, so pretty much bench boy a lot of the time. No, <laughs> You were in Frunet. You you stuck out 700 yeah. pulls, right? Yeah, yeah, that was some torture for me. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were in for a world first, it was horrible. Well, world second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vying for a world first. Vying for a world first. Didn't yeah, no, that, that, was, that was fun, actually. But yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd wish I picked Disc Priest as a main right now. Right. <laughs> Would you still be benched, though? Well, probably with Zelia and Josh's disc here. Yeah, they're insane. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's the Holy Paladin. That's the play you should have made. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy Paladin's like 
Uh, I don't know. It's, it's fun when it, like now, but most of the time it's pretty boring to play. Pretty well. I guess Glimmer really saves it to give it something else, yeah. right? But that's only got so much longer left before it probably leaves. But we'll see. That's got to be gone soon, I think. So then, our police hate yeah. Glimmer. They oh, hate right. it. Yeah, they hate Glimmer. How do you hate that? Glimmer? I don't get it. It's like the only thing that makes Paladin fun. I've not used it, but uh, yeah, our Paladins really dislike it. Hmm. Me, me I think it's it. one of the things that they don't like. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Yeah. Yeah, John. Exactly. Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> How about some honest hot takes then? About we're wrapping up here with the the race to world first before we get into just like complete utter nonsense that i have the what do you guys think of the race to world first this was proposed to me in my discord because when we talked to Fabo and kona directly at the event narcolis was not present in germany at take tv with us unfortunately mike was very he's very upset because he wanted to go so pissed you weren't there actually (laughs) genuinely pissed when i walked into the room and i was like where's narco and he's like, he's not here. I was like, fuck this, dude. I'm going home. <laughs> Get me <laughs> out of here, man. Get me out yeah, of here. Yeah, I'm not doing this with Anarko. This is ridiculous. Yeah, he was like... our boy in London. But you Hopefully wanted to go over and give him, like, the double high five after the super huge burst he was doing on all the ads. But well, We talked about you so much. Yeah. That mm-hmm. It was crazy that you weren't there. It was actually an irritating because we really wanted your point of view. Because the only other point of view we had was Jimmy's, and his UI is just trashed. So oh, awesome. oh scribe yeah, the same. Scribe, scribe flamed Jimmy's UI in one of the heroic raids we did. <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh, really? Not surprised because we can't get any information out. <laughs> it was of it so all. funny. It yeah. was so funny. It contains nothing but Jimmy and a DPS meter. Everything else is totally <laughs> irrelevant. Pretty much. Uh, just, so, yeah. yeah. So for melee POV, we had Perfecto, um, which was fine. Well, we wanted more, especially because Perfecto was kind of doing like the kind of boring jobs, right? He was just, you know, was moving around. He's a rogue dude, Zug Zug. Yeah, Zug Zug. So we wanted that big narco explosion. We wanted to unleash the beast and see what it looked like. <laughs> but then I guess Pretty so. Good. So Narcles has been, he was at London for BOD, and then you weren't here for Eternal Palace. So I guess I'll go to you first on this one, though. From a player perspective, it's involved in the Race to World First now. How does it feel like you on a ground level? Like, just what what is the whole before, after, during that you have to you've seen from being at an event to not being at an event? Mm. It was definitely very different being home than not being at an event. Like you, like being at an event. There's something we call a debuff, which happens to everyone. It's just you gotta look <laughs> look good. <laughs> so we call it a debuff. Sure. Some people. St- some people start high on the stack, some people start low, you know, so it's just how it is. So being at home, you don't really have that excuse. So, I don't know. I like going to the event, it's fun. Because you get to meet your boys and, I don't know. You don't get tired at the event, that's the weird thing, at least for me when I was there. Like, you just don't get tired. It's so weird. When you're at home and just sitting there and they start talking about taxis for two hours. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do, man? Like, what are we I'm supposed si- to do? <laughs> like, I'm sitting... Si- well, last phase, bro. I'll tell you this. I tell this every, every day, I tell my guild, get me to last phase. And I tell you the tactic. Well, they took them a while. They took them a while. But yeah. at an event, you usually don't get tired when they talk because, you know, I don't know. You just don't. Well, you can just shoot the shit with the guys, right? You can literally get up and... Talk, talk. We knew well, if it was break time, if Deep Shades got up, 
Yeah, like, I would turn around because yeah. we were on the couch. And if I see Deep Shades go up, it's like, we got 10 minutes. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Easy got 10 minutes, bro. Well, uh... <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it, it's, I don't know. It wasn't majorly different. It was just, I don't know. Sometimes you get tired at home and you usually don't get tired of it. That was the main difference, really. That's it. I enjoyed Did it. Did you miss it, though? Yeah, of course I missed it. Yeah. Like, pretty obvious, but yeah, what can you do? I originally I I think this rebel thing I don't know usually we don't get that much information that early on so I don't know what the original plan was to to have people there or not who not to have and stuff like that so I don't know but well how does it work for you guys internally when events are coming up like is it like who can attend or is it a case of we'd like to take this it's this more just like time? it's just more like who wants to go and then we see what we can do pretty much like. If it's last minute, then just get these people. If if it's highly planned, we can get a lot of people and all that all that kind of stuff. I usually I don't know that much. Sko is the one that knows all that kind of stuff. So. I mean, Kona, you got yeah. brought in like um, last minute. Yeah, you came yeah. While, while I wasn't there, me and Bay weren't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, on on the reset, we we knew we weren't going to take a rest of it on the, on a shower like it's like it was the, maybe the fifth heal you took. I think you take another pally before. And that was even before we decided to fully two heal. So they just decided to bring me out to the event and, and help with the casting. Were you straight on the plane when the offer came in? Did they, was it like a message well, like, Kodak, can you come? And you were like, I'm there, bye. <laughs> now, well, Dari messaged me um, at like 10 a.m. and I'd woken up at like 9, I think. And I'd spoke to Scribe after. And then I was like, if, if I'm just going to be benched anyway, I might as well go to the event and, and see the boys and then do the casting. So yeah, that was, it's, it's easy, yes. I would probably do the same. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an easy yes to just go and meet up with everyone. You you sort oh, of great got, yeah you got flown in during Jaina as well I think right? Uh no no, no I came after the Jaina kill I I, just, cause I lived I, it was like an hour away for me so oh so I just came down to see everyone. Code was a lifesaver during Jaina because <laughs> me and you me and you spent all day in the production room if you remember yeah like, yeah yeah as soon as you arrived you were like hi I'm Code from Method and I was like oh cool. <laughs> then we just we ended up in the production room all day going through all these clips just memeing on the guild. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Deep Shades just sits there like the statue of death. Uh, I am playing, yeah. Like, <laughs> no I, one's I mentioned that boy. I can't have fun. I'm just playing, slaving, and uh, saving Azeroth for you guys. Yeah. I can't have saving fun. Azeroth. I'm playing. <laughs> Do you still find it fun? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. progression is like the time of the of the year or like in the game that I'm really enjoying and having this opportunity to go to these events. I can't really imagine it without event anymore, really. Like, Unat was really, really boring. You just sit at home. You can't look like to your left or right and, I don't know, see like your mates. It's really boring. But when you're at the event, you just talk. You In the breaks, you talk to the ca- to the casters or to the other players. When you kill a boss, you see the emotions, and I don't know, I love it. Or even before the raid day starts, you go on the couch, talk a little bit, uh, heat the crowd up. So yeah, for me, it's progression is just a beautiful time. I I will say though, your you guys' pop off when you killed the boss this time, Kuberto Jaina was weak. I I mean I I yeah, it was weak. weak when I was I there thought... when I was there the pop off was way better. That's but it I'm was saying. just because Meres. Yeah. Zelia and the scribe were in the other room, and then mm. they slowly, they slowly stand up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We even got a reaction. Out of Pe- I don't agree with that. Perfecto reacted this time, which Perfecto. is a huge play. 
He actually <laughs> gave a shit this time. He did. Whereas, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like Jada died and he went, <laughs> good job, everybody. That's yeah. usually they didn't even include him on the video. That's how low reaction he was. But Perfecto looked like he couldn't believe that we actually killed it. Yeah, like the, the hand in front of the mouth and he was like, wait, did it really happen? Wait, which one? <laughs> this one? Well, this one? time around, this time around. Oh. Well, I mean, for Perfecto, it's like routine nowadays. Yeah? The, the guy has more world first than fingers at this point. So, like, <laughs> what should he say? Yeah, like, true. He brought the list on. I interviewed he him. Did. Yeah. He did. Did he, he actually? Yeah, yeah, he, he actually did. Yeah. Okay. And he was like, I did all these except this one. I think it was Will of the Emperor or something like that. Because he was in the army. He was doing the whole Roger thing. Mm. And uh, that was the only one he missed. But he's got he's got a list. He took the board home, I think, and wrote like a shower on the box. Yeah, he did actually. I mean, if there would be like a World, like a World of Warcraft all-star raid, then Perfecto <laughs> would be in there, honestly. You have to give him that. He saved Ezra uh, multiple times. He's, me, he's uh, done his fair bit. Anyway. I'm going to swap servers real fast. So it might blip. For a moment, and then bring you guys back. There we go. Oh, Hello. The Hello. I swapped that servers. Me out, yeah. Well, I mean, like people are asking about the pixelation. Yeah. Oh, that's Chris. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. I have I have wonderful internet. It's not me. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's it's say. it's an NA host piping over to four Europeans. So I mean, it, I, there we go. <laughs> Double ah. the pixels. There we Hi, go. everybody. Yeah. Right, we can start, see you now. Start the show again, guys. Oh yeah, back up. <laughs> Yeah, just back it up. <laughs> so, uh, a question that came up in, in the discussion again in my Discord when I was making the show yesterday is are there any drawbacks that you feel or is there this like bounding pressure to keep winning? Albeit, some of you think differently about Crucible of Storms and Unot because it wasn't like a full raid race. It was sort of like an extra two-bosser. There was really no like gear progression anymore at that time, which shows how different that kind of a race is compared to, a, you know, the standard we just had with, you know, multiple bosses and resets and stuff. But do any of you have any thoughts on the constantly winning drain potentially or how iffy it would be if you actually didn't lock in? At least you got world second on Unot. But what if it didn't and you fell down with that? I don't know how that would affect anything. I don't know who has something about this go all different times well. in method, but... It's, it's more like, it's hard to improve, like insanely mm. when you just keep winning and winning and winning because you you see the small mistakes when you keep winning, but when you lose, you see like okay, this was very, and then you try and improve. It's kind of hard to say. We saw a little bit of it on Unat, but on Unat, it was more just attendance issues and stuff like that. Okay. But yeah, we learned a little bit of Unat, but. If we were to lose hard in like a full tier, I think we would actually learn a lot as a guild. The comeback way stronger because like you saw what happened in Nighthold. Yeah. In in Nighthold we got world third, like we got destroyed pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then you we recruited. And then we recruited, and uh, we we got rid of some players. We got in new players. Uh, some people took the game a little bit more seriously. Uh, we did more split clears than we ever did. We did more farms than we ever did. We basically did everything way harder and like way more. And in Kill Jaden, just like the guild was just like probably one of the best guilds to ever play at that point and in the game. Like it was insane in Kill Jaden. And then you just keep winning and winning and winning and winning and you're just slowly going down on the the level. So you gotta keep somehow to that up. I don't well, know. Because the, like the phenomenon comes in with like with. So like esports 
teams. And it's all, all smaller, you know, like if you look at like League of Legends or, you know, Heroes when it was a thing when it had an esports scene, unfortunately, Fs and chat, or even like probably first person shooter scenes, is that if you're a team that stays way at the top, how do you keep challenging yourself if you keep winning? Because no one is like I mean, granted, nine and a half hours later, Limit got world second. Yeah, they were pretty I, close. Well, it's new enemies coming up, yeah, I think. I, mm. I yeah, I all there. I was... And like, every tier since then, like, the guild meeting afterwards, it's like, we need to do better than the previous tier. Like, after all, the, that was when I first joined. People were like, BOD, like, we didn't have enough preparation, this and that. And then just everyone just wanted to improve. Same happened after BOD, that, like, it was too close and we wanted to improve again. So, like, I don't know, there's all, everyone in the guild, I think, is just, like, really wants to win regardless of, like, if we've won the previous tier. Like, mm -hmm. that's the only thing on our mind. I think the Unad thing is actually interesting to bring up because many people thought, like, yeah, Method got now finally second and um, they must be really hyped to get the new tier world first again. And honestly, it was complete. It was the complete opposite for the reasons we lost, which were the attendance issues and the MDI overlapping with the raid tier. Honestly, I think if you would like privately ask any of our raid members, they would say we would have won the tier if it would have been a regular tier with no attendance issues, nothing. So actually losing the tier due to these kind of things, even though it sounds like an excuse or it sounds kind of cocky, thinking that highly of us, it was the complete opposite effect. We were even more frustrated losing the tier by like four hour by like four hours just because we had like so many people away during um like during crucible of storms and it wasn't really like a motivator for the next year to even go better like our our goal is always to be like the best guild and especially with limit having the head start it's still always a challenge to actually beat them because even this time around you saw it it is actually pretty close and we we wanna like body them and not just beat them barely and this time we definitely didn't manage to do that the the, the win we had over limit was way too close and we had already our guild meeting, and we we definitely want to make sure the wins are bigger than what it was this time around. I think everyone is just like a passionate freak, in in a in a positive way. Yeah, I I don't mean the freak in a negative way. We literally just want to stomp the other guilds and want to bring the ma the maximum out of ourselves in terms of preparation in the actual progression. And there's definitely after every tier a lot of things we find out that we can still improve. And I think uh, the next year will be definitely an interesting one from our guild. Could I dig a little deeper on that by risking offending you guys, which obviously I don't want to do, but uh, immediately after Crucible, when we spoke to Scribe, uh, his opinion was slightly different than what you've come to there. So maybe it was in a more immediate reaction after coming second, is that he was of the opinion, like, we needed a bit of shake-up. Although we weren't prepared for Crucible, which I, we all agree on that nobody... I mean, even Deep Shades, I think you said to me in London, is like, we're not going to do anything for Crucible because we expect to wake up and it'd be dead. Yeah, we didn't expect I, yeah. it to be a nine days tier for sure not. One of the hardest yeah, bosses it, ever in the game. <laughs> yeah, but like that's what we said because it was like, what are we going to do for Crucible as London was wrapping up? And I do think it was Fabo who said to me, he's like, we're going to wake up and it's going to be dead. It's going to be like Halion, like no one gives a toss. Uh, but, but then after, immediately after it, so we're talking like the same night, I think me and Bay did an interview with the guys from Pieces mm -hmm. and from Method. Uh, and he said, um it was, it was unhappy because you we shouldn't win because of class stacking we shouldn't win because of this stuff we should win because we're method and that's what we need to get back and he felt maybe that we'd lost it then is that something that was kind of like immediate frustration because of how we had gone and then once you actually the dust settled you guys were like 
we didn't go into this as like even an A team. Like, so we, we shouldn't put too much emphasis on this and we should go back to our plan for the next raid tier. Or is it something you guys did shake? Did it, was there any internal shakeup where you're like, you know, some of you guys just aren't playing up to scratch at this point. So we need to, you need to pull your shit together or you're going to be out. Or was there any of that happening? I mean, we definitely could have played better. And I think that while, like everyone in the guild realized that we, even with all the attendance issues, we could have gotten world first on Unat, which is, which is crazy. But um, overall, I think we still said like in the guild meetings, yo, you guys know we would have won the tier if we wouldn't have that kind of issues. Like the, the ma guild management made kind of clear we shouldn't be too sad about it. But we, we, we definitely knew we could have still won the tier and we could have played better. Like it was it was far from a perfect tier. And I agree there with Scribe or whoever said that. Like we mm. should win. Like we are method. And we, we should be like the most uh, no, gifted team, especially with the crazy leadership we have. I, I don't think like honestly the players itself, if I said it in a different interview already, if you have me or for example THD lock in the guild, I don't think that will change like if we get a world first. They would have they would have gotten Ashara World for first also with like the limit warlocks, for example, in our guild. But like with that crazy leadership we have and tactic makers, we should always win every tier. And that was a big thing definitely in Unat. Well, of course you had Roger back this tier. Like I know we talked individually to some people about having big Roger back. How was it like for you? Because I don't think I asked any of you three about it, that's for sure. Is like, did you notice it immediately from like boss one, the boys back, the big Greek muscle? Mm, <laughs> Roger you, you notice it, yeah. Yeah, Roger is the is the guy that um, he comes up with so many ideas, like scribe has so many things he wants to do, and then Roger is like the guy who like he just says, Scribe, look at this thing. What if we do this like a little bit differently? We do this, and then Scribe thinks about it, and then they talk about it, and then they kind of like come to an agreement of what to do and yeah he sort he just thinks differently to scribe and the yeah. way that both both when both of their like thoughts come together it, it comes up with a strategy it's, it's like it's insane just yeah it's like scribe's tactic and then roger comes with ideas and then they make the tactic later on together that's yeah i think happens. they probably thought it was going to be some conflict there when the guild when uh the rem guy you know the the merge did <laughs> happen and he's like, okay, so we've got Roger in there, who's obviously a tactics guy. And Scribe was very adamant about being the raid leader. And then Scribe was like, no, we just turned out to click completely. Like, <laughs> there no, was Roger's no issue good, at all. Roger's a good guy, dude. Everyone loves him. Yeah. I love Roger. He's great. Uh, he's great. I, I think he just brings, like, a really good mood to the raid team and, like, uh, like a mature mature atmosphere. But he can still meme around with the boys. And, like, everyone... <laughs> he still, still gets yelled at by Scribe. Yeah. And I, I, I think a really big thing in our guild is... Like, especially on Jaina and this last, but like on Ashara, we play tactics that perhaps the outsiders deem as not working. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you read MMO Champion, man, the Jaina <laughs> burn strat can't work, the two healing can't work. But honestly, I think I can speak for the entire guild. We have so much faith in both Scribe and Roger that, like, we just believe in it. If Scribe tells us we do this tactic and trust us, in the end, we will get out of this as a victor. Like, we we just do it and both times it worked out and I think especially now with Roger also being there, it just gives us even more confidence. Yo, we can trust these guys. Mm -hmm. And like Naka and Kona both said, Scribe kinda brings like the basic idea or like has a lot of ideas and then he cuts like the diamond ideas of Scribe and makes them even better perhaps and thinks perhaps even of of like um things in a tactic that Scribe doesn't think of kind of things that just help us. Get, get to the boss easier or like make it easier 
because Scribe just makes usually the groundwork, I would say. But Roger kind of makes it easier for us noobs to play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like, yo, Scribe, man, we are here for the next 300 pulls. Can't we just get, can't we just have Noga do this weak aura for us? I really don't want to stare at the timer for this long or something. It's he true. Just, yeah, he just has like these, these little things that you perhaps as a player don't think of. But then when he brings it up, he's like, yeah, actually with this weak aura, it would be way less struggle to play this mechanic. And I, I think they just... Um, substitute each other really well as a team and it's it's really nice to see these minds working together it was part of the the post show wrap-up that we did on the couch back at take that was asking everyone we, we gave give you gave your mvp award right to the raid tier and and who did it i think naga got the most scribe yeah. kept being like pushed out of it as like it would be too easy to say scribe gets the mvp but I think almost everyone unanimously was saying Naga was pulling a lot of weight with not only being in the raid, but then all the work that he does. If you don't know as well, Naga almost single-handedly created method dungeon tools, which is ridiculous. So him weeping up weak ores is probably just like a you know a yawn and a walk in the park. Just get that done. There it is. There were polls you were doing too just to test weak ores and to make sure certain things were working and certain timers were working so you could actually plan certain parts because as we watch... A, and it's harder on other bosses. The cool got a little bit of this, of course, but obviously Mike and I saw this a lot when we were watching uh, Unat. But you see it on N tier bosses like Jara now, Jaina before, where you eventually get to a point where you keep hitting the exact same timers. And if you don't, like if you if an abdominal spawn because you get didn't get enough crits earlier on and didn't push the damage meter timing, you just wipe, right? You just go back. So if you don't hit the script that they're trying to build. And the trust that you guys have in them to build this script that you are going to put together and to actually execute, then you just you start back at one, right? Yeah. And that's a huge part of how we have watched from the outside looking in on how you guys progress. And it's been multiple tiers now, right? So you can actually go back and, and categorically look at well, how the progress went in these last couple of raids. One week or that Noga made, which was just insane this time around, was the the soaking week or Mm. For the the wards, is the one that Scribe like, was using with all the text and timers. Yeah, and the the no, the one that like has like a green box, like a traffic light box, like it has like yellow and. You guys stuff. were like wondering always on the mainstream why there's like a big green square on oh, the, the big screen green of square. the players, and yeah. it was basically it started counting from ten down, and yeah. when it turned green, basically at the end of the countdown, that was your exact timing to soak yeah. for oh. each individual phase. So basically what other guilds had to do with voice comms, with like someone calling out, we had just passively done by the week aura. And I think that is a big factor why so many people gave Noga the MVP award. Yeah. Because wow. other guilds have to put so much emphasis on certain mechanics think... and abilities. And we just have that done passively and can concentrate us on like more important things. I think even Limit had a guy outside of the raid on a, with a spreadsheet telling people, okay, you soak now, you soak now, you soak now. Sure. And we pretty much just had a weak card. It'll be like, okay, it's yellow, three seconds left. Okay, green, you soak now. And then it just shows up again whenever you have to soak. <laughs> we just I mean, had everything even, like pre-done. You even had him benched for a few hours during Queen of Shards. Yeah, that was Knowing he was going to be back in making the weak cards, right? Yeah. We just took him out and carried on progress. And it did bring up the question that we put to a number of you guys who kind of think this is the way it's going. And you brought two of them up then. One is the 21st man, which has mm -hmm. been a big point of debate for a lot of people. Yeah. Who are yeah. like, because you can hear it in the comms, and we'll get to the comms in a bit. 
Uh, but the other one is like, are we at the stage now where it's getting so competitive? And we've just seen the East, like China and Korea are just swooping in. They're hungry as anything to get involved in this world first race now um, of having literally a tech team almost mm, yeah, in was... the background, making the weak auras while the guys continue to play. It would yeah. be all powered. If you had like three, four people outside of the raid, just talking, making tactics, making weak auras, looking at stuff, looking at VODs, looking what you're doing, what other guilds are doing, it is like the most all-powered thing you could ever have. Yeah, it's really good. We had Potty doing it on Ashfane, where he was just calling the healer cooldowns, which is like, it's not the right. entire raid, obviously. but No, but it's pretty big on those. Yeah. It's, it's, Every it's... guild used the 21st man, from what we can see. It's, it's I mean, all-powered. Honestly, we have been... We have been memeing, honestly, about it since, I think, Legion, like the middle yeah, of Legion, Tomb of Sageras. At least <laughs> since I since I joined this method again, we have been memeing about it, Scribe. Uh, like, initially, like, Scribe, you're kind of at the age now where this perp's more worth to just sit out and like, do the tactics and let us play, kind of. We thought of like several things, streams, discords. Like um, with Nvidia, like we, we thought of so many ways how we could do that, and this tier it was just the right moment because there was several bosses where we perhaps didn't need a four feeder, or like mm. on the last boss even a third, and it was pretty fast clear that Chris Potter wasn't gonna play on Ashara, and I'm kind of sad for him. Like he was the entire time there, and he, he was just like, push. yeah, he was just like, yeah, rally here, rally there, <laughs> darkness, Jimmy, and um, yeah, it's. We we have been talking about it a lot, and especially now with the entire, like the entire world first race becoming such a big event, and everything becomes a bit more professional, yeah. and the uh, the huge competition also from the Asian uh, Asians. We we have been thinking of a lot of things um, to become more professional and like make it ourselves a bit easier in terms of Vegaura's calling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think in the future uh, we see a, a few surprises here and there for sure. Yeah, maybe. As some people are saying there, it's getting to the point where weak auras are so strong. Yeah. That Blizzard is having to take so much into account there to try and make, give you a challenge, right? Because they can't... I mean, how do you guys feel? Because it was mixed response. So Kana, I think we, we talked about this, was like, it's not gone far enough yet. I mean, he he loves the idea of the weak auras with super complex mechanics. Knowing Blizzard knowing, of course, you're going to make some sort of program to with weak auras to counter that mega complex mechanic. How do you guys individually feel about say i always go back to sinestra cutting beam was super easy but it couldn't be tracked by boss mods you had to just check it visually and people still made it up but it was a very simple mechanic right if you're glowing yeah. purple you walk backwards do you prefer that style or do you prefer the hyper complex but I we can counter it with this like if you go super complex I, I, that's the way i prefer it it's like you're figuring out a, a puzzle as you're pulling the boss basically so it's um yeah it, and it's better like it's harder mechanically as well so for, for me personally, I think they should just make them more and more difficult mechanically. It, and yeah. It really depends, though. Like, if you go mechanics like what was on Ashara with the wards, like, that's fine, but then don't nerf it mid-progress. Mid <laughs> like, oh, we, were play, we were playing seven stacks from day one until the, they nerfed it, and every other guild was playing five and six stacks. So... When we have to play hard mode just because we don't expect them to nerf it, and then they nerf it, and it's like, okay, we just wasted like three days. <laughs> We're playing I, hard mode, Mythic World first. I, think, <laughs> I just think it's kind of... Like, if they're going to do that, then just don't nerf it. But if they're going to make it harder, then yeah. 
it oh. requires like a mix of all. I think on scenarios, if you guys can remember at the beginning mm -hmm. of Legion, they tried it with the brambles that you can't really track them. I think now oh, boss yeah, mod yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. could find yeah, it yeah, out yeah. and yeah, especially true. we in Serenity tried to find a way and waste the time because there wasn't really one. I've, I think abilities like this are really annoying, but it's kind of nice that people have to actively watch out for mechanics and it should, this is how it kind of should be in a video game. Like you have to actively look at your character and look at your surroundings. But I do like at the same time to have really, really complex mechanics where you kind of need that additional help. And Blizzard does tune the bosses with that in mind because I think they know the top kills will anyway use weak auras and some of the top kills will always leak their weak auras or something similar will get created so that the, like the, the guilds that are progressing it afterwards have them also at their disposal. So I think it's just like a good mix uh, that Blizzard should bring in. And I think the last uh, few tiers... Blizzard have found a good mix. I can't complain at all about the raids in this expansion, at least like the later bosses that are that were a bit harder. So I think uh, Blizzard is currently doing a really good job yeah. um, on the bosses. And I do agree with Narcolis, like especially if you have these kind kind of hard mechanics, um it's it's kind of frustrating then to see to like that they are getting nerfed yeah. mid progress. But at the same time I can understand Blizzard also because they saw us kinda running against the wall. And they probably knew that Limit couldn't kill it with their way, uh, how they soaked the wards. So they were just, okay, let us fix it now before they waste too much time and before the other guilds can catch up. So while I think the approach from Blizzard was right, I think um, on the harder mechanics, they perhaps have to do a bit, bit better testing beforehand to not even run into that issue, if that is possible. So well, they can't, right? That's the yeah. problem. Is uh, go on, go sorry, Bay. No, I I, I want to pivot on a big point. So if you have a one on this one, then go ahead, because the, the 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 complexity of World of Warcraft raids is, a, is an interesting sticking point. So I have other games I want to compare this to. So what what do you have for the the guys, Mike? Before no, I was on. just going to say that I do agree. I do like Blizzard's decision not to allow us to test the mythic final boss hmm. uh, to get there, because the chances are so few people are going to see that before. The rest of the world catches up right so it's kind of important that we do test the earlier bosses because that's where the stampede's going to be the last boss that's not going to happen unless something goes horribly wrong um but when they see a two healer strat i think blizzard because they can't test these bosses like you guys are going to test them right i mean this is something we brought up during coverage is that you guys literally have a recruitment pool that is global at this point you're from the us all the way to most True. of europe so you have literally the best players on the globe in a 20-man team so internally at Blizzard, they can't really test that the way you guys are going to play it. So they have to kind of take an educated guess. I think when they see setups like two healers and things like that, they go, that's not what we're after ever. Right. We don't want that. Even in Mythic, where they're okay with, you know, you require a Shadow Priest for mind control, you know, things like that. They're okay with Mythic guilds putting that forward. But two healers, that's not what they want. They want, you know, three to four, and they kind of want two tanks to be in there. That, and they're looking at it going, this isn't right. We guessed. This is where the guys have ended up, but we need to fix this because this isn't the encounter we wanted it to be. I don't look at it as nerfs, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It's more of we're fixing the fight to how we actually want it to be, despite the fact you guys have already played it in a way that, you know, is much more difficult and would prefer it to be left that way. Uh, but I think that's yeah. why we didn't flame Blizzard this time around. I, I think mm. even with nerfing the boss, they have done it to such a small extent that it was still a challenging fight. And, I mean, you still had to play good. And for us, the good thing was we tr we practiced it harder. So then the change to soaking less stacks mm -hmm. was quite easy. 
and we, like our whole strategy was built around having an easy last phase. But if I look at all the three heal tactics, they have to play a pretty long last phase, and it was mm. still it's like, like a minute last, a minute yeah, longer. Exactly. Yeah. So it was still hard. So that's why I said even um, afterwards when I was doing the interview, I think with Preach on the couch, I do think Blizzard has done an outstanding job with this raid. It was really great to see several bosses on a good difficulty, including Ashvane, Zakul, Orgozor, and then, and then um, Ashara <laughs> at the end. And I don't think they have done big um, mistakes with the nerfs. Like, I think with what they nerfed, it was the proper things to target. Because yeah, yeah. in the past, they would have perhaps nerfed the adds HP in phase 3 for like 10 or 20%, but like now this time around they, they nerfed the wards a little bit, they nerfed the timers or like buffed them uh, in that case with the 2 to 3 minutes, and I think the boss, how we ended up playing him had a pretty good difficulty overall. Yep. So the oh, point that I, oh, yeah. It's, it's weird though. I'm trying to keep up with chat at the same time about talking about how, how Deep Shades brought up that if Blizzard is creating these fights with the fact that you can do so much with this add-on in mind, and they have obviously turned off certain functionalities too, AVR, if anyone remembers that, back in the ICC days, that would literally draw on your screen to tell you to move out of something or to sort of interact with the game space in a different way they did not intend for players to have access to. But they have to, if they have to design around weak auras as well, the, the devs, and I do believe one of the devs that has uh, been open about discussing this on Twitter to some degree, they are designing these encounters to be beaten, right? Obviously, they have to be challenging, but they're not trying to design a fight that just can't be won, which is where we came to that sticky situation with Kill Jaden back in, um, uh, in, in Legion because there were some overlaps of that fight that just killed you, so they had to obviously make changes because it couldn't be beaten. That's why I wanted to echo that they're... I don't like calling them nerfs. Nerfs to me are like with Unot basically being gutted to being not the same fight as it is originally with you guys did yeah, for it. World First. It's a totally different encounter now, right? It just but the same happened to Kill Jaden, if you think about it. It's sure. The Kill yeah. Jaden, I, yeah. I agree with you. The Kill Jaden, Exorcist, and Method killed just got adjusted to mm. a level that is killable by normal humans with the gear that was available <laughs> for us. What happened after? Well, that would never happen now, right? That would never yeah. happen with the world first race. Kill Jaden would what, never happen now. But what happened after Exorcist killed, basically, when they immediately nerfed literally every single mechanic, that was nerfs. So I, I do agree with you. Mm -hmm. But what Blizzard does mid progress for us is just adjustments. That's why I never understand yeah. anyway when people do like these sarcastic remarks under Twitter and MMO Champion. Yeah, only took like three nerfs for them to kill the boss. There's difference between nerfs and actually making the boss possible with the gear available and the skill or reaction time a human can possibly bring. And that's why I'm saying what Blizzard has done, um, at least in this expansion and also last expansion, was pretty good. And um, yeah, they 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 should just uh, not kill the bosses afterwards, <laughs> like they did with Unat. I think Unat, Unat they got destroyed. I, I think they were just scared that people lose interest because it came so quickly after Jaina, I guess, and many people were still progressing Jaina, and they saw how hard Unad was, so they were like, okay, we remove like two tentacles, one arm, we, we poke in one of his eyes, so yeah. <laughs> I, yes, but, I, so the pivot point I want to bring up here now is, is a bit, this is a, this is a soak it in real quick, chat, guests here, is, 
I want to bring up two other games that also have raiding as a pinnacle activity that are also in a rather large community-oriented limelight that have streamers and content creators making YouTube videos and streaming all this stuff. All right, so right now, Final Fantasy XIV just launched their newest raid, which I believe is called Eden's Gate, and the hardest difficulty recently unlocked, which is called Savage. The overall raid, Ooh. however, was cleared in 14 hours by a savage. by a <laughs> guild so named by the guild named Entropy in the EU. Shortly after, within not even like an hour and a half, two two hours, Nameless in Japan cleared it, and then Free to Play in NA got it all the second place and third place within three hours after the initial 14 hour release. So, the difference here, and why I wanted to bring up Final Fantasy XIV real quick, and the button hook as well, is there are some boss mods in Final Fantasy XIV, but not really. Additionally, another big game that has raised the pinnacle activity is Destiny 2, which I partake in quite a lot of. Destiny 2's biggest raid they've ever launched, arguably, was The Last Wish, which was where you kill this giant big space dragon. This was cleared by the World First team in just shy 19 hours after the raid launched. Now, differences in sizes, obviously different game interfaces, and different amounts of weak auras or boss mods or whatever have you, right? But these are pinnacle activities in other big games, and including Destiny 2 in this now because they are embracing the MMO tag, finally. It's still a raid, right? It's a larger-than-group-based activity. It's going to be the hardest stuff you can do in the game, arguably, depending on what you do. But these games, again, 14 hours for Final Fantasy XIV's newest raid. Uh, poetic enough as it is. 19 hours for the, the most recent biggest raid for Destiny 2. But what are your thoughts on WoW's pacing? Because it took 11 days to get down Ajara. It took about the same to do Unot. So there are certain bosses like Kill Jane that are, what, two full resets? Like 27 days to do this. And that's multiple resets of the game. Is that, does WoW's pacing, is a little bit too I, difficult? Or... I think it's good. How, how yeah. many bosses was it in Destiny and Final Fantasy? In the raids? De Destiny's sort of like, they're not bosses per se, they're sort of encounters. So it's like, and it's not mechanically intensive, so you sort of have to figure out a puzzle and then you, you just beat the sure. boss like that it's, you, you're just basically fighting waves of monsters while you're figuring out a puzzle you know yeah I'm, I'm actually watching the kill right now and in final fantasy the eden's garden how many bosses was that bay do you know eden's garden i don't know because that's the weird part is that there are like levels of raids in final fantasy because on this this huge d document that has been coagulated there is E1S, E2S, E3S, E4S. I don't know about it. There are four bosses. Okay. There are big summons, right? So that's what I guess the one, two, three, and four are. But you can see that the, when the raid opened, they had the most time on the end encounter, roughly, in comparison. I'm bringing back up this huge chart here because you can see uh, at 11.11, they got the first boss down. 12.20, just about an hour later, then it was a big chunk, almost like four hours or so, for about a little over four hours for the next boss. And then from 1652 to almost midnight, took them for the, the end boss, right? 
And that's on again the hardest difficulty. Mm. But see, with Wild's pacing, I think like because there's so many bosses and it's like a bigger game, I guess. Like six to eight days is ideal. I think like either you mm -hmm. kill it just before the reset or like a day or two after the reset. Any anything more than that is is too much. Okay. I think anything well, the, less. The big thing in, in WoW was everything you have to do before the raid. So having the raid be like three days feels awful. In my opinion. Like playing for two weeks straight, doing islands, doing pearls every single day. Until, like, until since you wake up to you go to bed, you literally you can't do anything else. And playing all your alts, like, and then having the raid be three days. Uh, having eight, nine days, I think that's good. Yeah, like that's a whole reset, like one reset. Yeah, you get one reset and then like one to two days ish. I mean, so you have to bear in mind who's the target audience of these games. I mean, Destiny's more drop in, drop out kind of play. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen, I would hazard to guess uh, who the target audience is there and whether they're and what their drive is. At least when it because we, I think maybe more reasonable to compare it to Heroic, uh, which you know, if we look at Heroic, it's smashed through in World of Warcraft as well. Maybe uh, Mythic is Mythic is super niche. I mean, we always have to remember how niche it is, and many yeah. other games have tried doing it. And bringing it in, and the audience just isn't there. And generally, because WoW's raids tend to be better for the most part, especially if you're going to commit to it. Uh, certainly, in the mythic level, they're designing things like that. But if, I mean, I'm looking here like 33 guilds killed that Final Fantasy instance with, by the next day. I mean, yeah. we're talking like a cascade of people killed it. Um, I don't know what def difficulty levels these guys are aiming at. I don't know if it's a fair comparison because I don't really know who's putting raids out. If you look at Shara's amount of abilities, and the technology of the weak auras that are going into this, that's a ridiculously niche audience that that is targeted for, that I don't think other games are even bothering to try and appeal to those guys, because there's like, what, 50 of us who could be asked to do it, you know what I mean, <laughs> across the globe? There's like yeah. so few people who could be asked to farm that many pearls and all that kind of stuff. Honestly, I think for me, two weeks was the ideal time for it. I, I kind of disagree with like my two guildmates here. Mm. Like back in MOP and VOD, when you basically, what also Dota wrote in the chat, basically when you reached kind of the last boss on a Monday or Tuesday and just figured out what you kind of wanted to give for the boss and then re-cleared and need, needed like another five to seven days for the last boss, that was my ideal time. So kind of Throne of Thunder, Siege of Orgrimmar, Hellfire Citadel style. I guess Hellfire Citadel was like one, two days longer than, was like well. than the average rate. But um, what I liked always about World of Warcraft so much as a hardcore player, you didn't have to do anything during farm except your heroic raids or mythic raids. And then you had like these two full blast weeks in heroic. And that was what it was about for me. Nowadays, I think while longer raids, why longer raids get so exhausting is because you have to do so much beforehand. Preach mm -hmm. kind of uh, spoke about it a little bit. Benfic gear, you needed the essences, you needed artifact power. You do it on countless of characters per yeah. guild member. Like yeah. nowadays, the preparation already became a marathon. So the actual race, you're already exhausted before it starts. And um, it, it didn't used to be like this. Back in the days, a guild like Method, even in Heroic Week, they could start in the evenings. And that was why I was uh, like, I, I always wanted to join. I saw like, man, they're crazy. They can do like their four split rates and only have to rate evenings for it. And nowadays, I just uh, hear one day before the heroic week, please put your attendance into the sheet. We want to <laughs> see when, when we can start tomorrow. And I'm like, man, why, the, why are we starting to rate at like 2 p.m.? 
But nowadays you have to do that. And then Mythic starts and everyone is already like in a half coma. And um, yeah. I, I'd rather have more free time before <laughs> the race again, but then two full weeks of hard bosses. That would be my dream again. Yeah, because I, I, I think Jaina was too short, for example. BOD was too short for me. Mm. Um, I think Uldir as an entry rate was perfect. Like, um, and this Alan one, Uldir? Uldir was um, eight days, basically, because we killed it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with true, the true, reset. True. And this rate was was okay length i i don't uh, i don't complain about what was it in the end 12 days for us i think 11 i think I believe, yes, 11 yeah 11 11. i think everywhere between the second week saturday to tuesday would be perfect i think the third reset is a bit much because people that do actually work need to take vacation and you can't expect it from them to take that many days off so basically 10 to 14 days would be my ideal scenario to rate Instead of like the eight nine that Kona said, or I think uh, Narco as well. I said I think this one was fine. I just think if you're gonna go for the long, you need you need to be on the last boss on like Tuesday or something like that. You can't be on the last boss on like Friday Wednesday. and then uh, yeah, something like that, and then be stuck there for like two weeks straight. Like that's horrible. Yeah. Like the, the early bosses have to be hard. Like so so cool should have been like a wall for a long time if you want something like that. The reason I said six days is because, like, if, like, Method did, they killed Jaina on the, the, the Tuesday before the reset, where no other guild did, had done that. I think if, if it's killable within that time frame, like, you beat another guild by a reset, that's, that's obviously a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, obviously, the tier going on longer is more enjoyable if you're not burnt out from all the questing and farming beforehand. And also, to get, like, to your initial question, I think compared with other games, it's fine, like, I think World of Warcraft is just the most established MMO mm. out there with the most players. I would think so. I mean, I don't have the exact numbers of every single game out there. But um, there, there is, like, it, the World First Race is established and enough people kind of try for it. So it makes sense for Blizzard to bring something out like Mythic. But I think especially newer games like Destiny 2... Or even Final Fantasy, I don't know how long that one is out, but to have so many different difficulties and to bring such a long raid out, they probably don't have the audience that it would be worth for. And it's probably also not the game that targets that kind of audience. And in World of Warcraft, it's just established. So I think it's just the perfect game for people that want to have hard raids and um, yeah, challenge themselves. And the other games have it kind of as a niche. If you want to go for it, we, we give you something somewhat challenging but not as hard as World of Warcraft can offer it. So I don't think Blizzard should um, should go in a different direction. I think they're doing everything right. And I, I also believe that the other games are probably doing everything right for the customers they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think a big difference here is probably why BOD is considered kind of scuff is that we were at Jaina Day 2. And the whole raid was just Jaina. Like, as far as yeah. we were concerned, it was just Jaina, because yeah. it was nothing worse than like, okay, yeah, it did last a week. So, we, you know, when we see the threads pop up, it's like, how long did the raid last? It's like, well, Jaina lasted a week, or BOD lasted a week. Well, in fact, no, Jaina lasted a week. Yeah. Everything else just fell over and died. And that's and then when we saw Ashvane be an actual wall for the entire first day. Beautiful. I mean, yeah, we opened the show. It was me and Bay who opened yeah, the first good. race with Big Dumb Guild, and we, we were like one shot, and I was dreading it. Because I put out predictions with the Benthic gear, it's like, has Blizzard taken this into account? Because some classes are going to go in so strong, mm-hmm. and they're not going to upgrade like we would normally see from a Mythic raid. And I was really worried that the raid would just be one boss, that it'd just be Ashara, and she could be broken. 
So I was dreading it. And then we saw Ashburn. And I was like, boss four? Really? Because Opulence died so quickly uh, in BOD. You know, that was the last time yeah. we saw that. And then I can't even remember what comes after Opulence. Like, Rastakhan was... Kovanov, uh, Conclave of the Chosen. Conclave, and then Rastakhan fell over, and then block, you know, we had the yeah. Mecha Talk thing. And it started. it only started to pick up in difficulty at, like, boss number seven. You know, and then we started to actually see something happen. I was like, this is garbage. We basically don't want another <laughs> Argus. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Taurus was crazy. But yeah, that's why I really like this raid so much. Because for us hardcore players... But honestly, I think that that goes for... It doesn't matter what kind of uh, guild you play in. You wanna kill challenging bosses. Mm -hmm. And even, even though you perhaps do it as World 2000, you at least reached your goal and did something fantastic as a team and that it, that's what it's about like i am excited to kill a boss that takes 40 to 80 pulls especially if you do it then obviously world first i i am happy about killing such a boss but i'm not looking forward to kill a boss after three tries because i don't think i've optimized everything on that boss we don't like we didn't need to work as a team on that boss so i think having bosses like ashvane like zakul even perhaps Mechatok and Stormwall, it's just a great feeling. And for that, you don't have to be a World First Raider. I think even a World 500 Raider will say, man, when we killed Zakul in a few in a few weeks, when they will say it, it was, it was a great feeling to do this as a team with all your friends. And I think that is what World of Warcraft is about. You are not there to just one-shot bosses and, and loot them. I mean, it's your hobby, and it's the same as if you go to, into like a soccer club and spend like your three hours, uh, three times a week there. And that's the same for me with raiding. I want to kill bosses and I want to improve with my team and reach the goals we have set for ourselves. And um, that's the great thing about World of Warcraft. And bosses like Ashwain do a great job in that regard. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, have to be like super hard, like an end boss, but it should have like a decent difficulty. And there's good progress on it as well. 520 guilds have now killed Ashvain, uh, mm. which was seemed like a major gear check, but we're only a couple of resets in, and it's starting to fall over for guys who are having that bit of extra gear than you guys had, because you guys did it without even crafting, which was insane, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> then we got to Zakul, it's like, yeah, guys haven't even crafted their gear yet at 440. I was like, that was crazy. Yeah, what are you doing? Go and craft your gear, honestly. <laughs> You're driving us crazy here. Yeah. Just go and get it done. Um, but these bosses are falling over in a good, solid fashion and providing a good challenge for a lot of people, it looks like. Of course, three out of eight is being farmed by literally hundreds of kills, uh, which is not that surprising. Yeah, no one is happy about it. Oh, let's be honest. Like, who's happy to kill Behemoth? Blackwater Behemoth, for example. <laughs> it's like, uh, like I hate that boss. So no, no, but like in all fairness, even even if you're usually a guild that needs the whole duration to clear a mythic raid until the next raid comes out, even these kind of guilds will kill it probably in five tries, and that's not a challenge, and that's not like a goal achieved. And they they will also be like super happy about the Ashvane kill. Even like how many guilds did you say killed Ashvane okay, or three hundred? I'm gonna give you some numbers here because this will explain exactly what you're talking about. So five hundred and twenty guilds have killed Mythic Ashbane, which is the okay. the first big step up. I think we could all agree. Mm -hmm. uh, comparative to 2,000, exactly. uh, 73 guilds have done three out of eight. Uh, to give you an back. idea of the jump there. So, yeah. But the I think the main point we're saying here is we look forward to Mythic. You have to intentionally turn it to that difficulty setting, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then you go in and if a lot of bosses fall over quickly, you've been waiting months for this raid tier. It's like, okay, so I've, I'm nearly done. And nothing fun has happened to me yet. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's we... a reason you actively decide to be a mythic raider because you mm -hmm. want to have these challenges and you wanna see, like, you wanna 
yeah, make make the best performance yourself and as a team. And Ashwain is a boss that requires you to do that, while Behemoth or Radiance or Fashara don't. And um, I just think like the feelings after killing such a boss are completely different. So yeah, we had a small pop up on Ashwain, I think. <laughs> Ashwain's a great kill. It's a, it was so well tuned for a tight timer. Yeah, it was really yeah, yeah. Nice. The first kill is very cool. It'll pop off. What was your MVP bosses then? I mean, I think that was on the list as well. Bring us back on topic. What, like Narco, what was your best boss? Besides Ashara, if you're all going to weave okay. out on me. I can say the worst one to begin with. Oh, okay. It's the fish. Oh, I hate do you the hate fish. that worse than Radiance? Really? Yeah, I hate the fish. Just the swimming. <laughs> Like our, for example, our tactic on that boss was uh, when you get the one ability that you have to stack on, which you just go and like suicide to the side. Anctotum goes on the ground. You can't swim and then die and then get Anctotum. You have to swim down and then be in the Anctotum. Like <laughs> awful. And then oh, you have to soak it, slackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get pushed back as a melee. Then you gotta swim over to the fish as a melee. Then you gotta swim back. It's like. As a melee, you have so much downtime. I, I hate it, man. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's you didn't really not fun. It is annoying yeah, for you. Yeah, as a melee, it's, yeah. you have so much downtime. And But as my favorite, Ash, Ashman, Lady Ashman, mm. I we talked about it. Like It's just the DPS tuning on that boss was really good. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just liked it. I didn't like how the coral stuff was, but whatever. Like. That's just a, me a mechanic they That's wanted. It's a range job, Narco. Yeah, well... <laughs> no! <laughs> we failed a little bit, and we had the wrong group, so at some point the melees had to run to the back, which we fixed. But, yeah, it's a range mechanic. Like I stand in, I, I stand still, I make sure I'm in line with the red guy, and he yep. goes over there, and then <laughs> sure, you, you run to China, I'm just going to be like, I'm sure I'm in your line. I know my role is a balance druid there. You stay still. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You run all the way to the, to the back. Oh, I'm fine with it. I can, and I then can you go out and focus all those little circles. I, I'm DPSing. Like. <laughs> popping off. <laughs> I'm popping off. Like, I need my moment. I'm blasting, bro. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, those are my two. What about you, Deep Shades? I honestly liked everything uh, from Ashrain on. Like, um, for me, the best outside of Ashara was Sakul. Even though I think as a guild we played pretty mediocre on that boss, in mm. all fairness. Mm. But I think Zakul was a great boss with the different realms in the last phase, required a lot of coordination, the damage check for the delirium phase with the rogues and me or the rogues and the shadow priest. I think overall it was a great boss. Um, Ashvane, obviously the first kind of step up and um, was also really fun. Or Gozoa had a great difficulty curve as well. I think especially for healers, just getting to that to like 40% was really hard especially before the nerf with um, more ads spawning. Yeah. And um, like all of these bosses were great. Queen's Court, I mean, I think was pretty good tuned, but the boss itself was really easy just because you could cheese them that much with multi-dotters, exactly like back then um, the Coven of Chiva uh, Chivara in, um, in Antorus, the Burning Throne. Mm. I, I think you, you can never like really stop that from happening, especially with these bosses that Blizzard wants to have separated where you basically are forced into getting ranges in for the multi-dot. If you wouldn't have to separate them, perhaps you could take more cleave classes, like a frost decay or something, that would just pump. But overall, I would say, um, except the first three bosses, it was a really great raid. And the first three bosses have to be easy. I think 
in terms of difficulty curve, Blizzard did everything right. I mean, mm. you can't expect to start with Ashvane. That would frust frustrate people that are not as much into Mythic rating as we are. So um, even though I don't enjoy them, perhaps, I do think they're great to be in the raid, to have like a few free loot bosses, people can farm a bit of gear. And then from Ashvane on, I think for every hardcore raid, that was a pretty good raid. Night Conan, take us home with that. Um, Orgzoa obviously is my, my favorite boss, being the only boss you took a Resto Druid to. And I <laughs> thank oh, you for teaching me how to play in, it. In, yeah, you literally—you <laughs> gotta tell this story real quick, Mike, about how you were working on Orgozoa at Take, and you basically just had Kona like coaching you on the side, like chair to chair, armrest to armrest. No, take this, do that, do this, cool down now. Back it was out even a worse bit. than that. Pop, pop I did. I, I did heal Orgozoa. I didn't know I was going to. And they're like, "Is your healing stuff done?" I'm like, looking at Kona. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need you to heal Algazora. I was like, Kona, come here. Can you fix this character for me? And then he literally sat there while I was playing Algazora going, all right, now stack the rejuice. Yep. Wild girl, flourish it. Nice. That's a good flourish. Well done. I was like a little pound of <laughs> it, was like, it was like a little cheerleader. It was great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Kona, your favorite boss is Algazora. Yeah, Algazora, like pre-nerf Algazora was like insane to heal. Like, you threw everything at it. You had no mana left. And he's like, it's, it's at 50%. It's like, there's no way we carry on. But even after the nerf, it's just like a fun boss to figure out healing. Um, I didn't play the full Blast Resto Druid build. I was like, uh, basically supporting the Disc Priests uh, around their ramps and just going for sustained healing. But it's still a really fun fight to heal. Um, and I think if I was in on Ashvane as well, that's going to be a pretty fun fight for a Druid. But yeah, worst boss is the fish. Like, it's it's just awful. Like no one wants to fish. swim. Like nobody wants to swim. I can't believe I like radiance better than the fish. I can't stand. Can't it. Like, what's wrong with radiance? You just you just run around in circle. Exactly. This is mythic. Yeah. If people are doing achievements on mythic, it's a bad oh, no. <laughs> If people are literally getting their five laps in on the mythic fight, I'm well, done. can't do it on heroic. Fight doesn't last long enough. You literally can't run exactly. around six times. The fight literally doesn't last long enough for you to do the achievement on Myth on Frick. What even is the achievement? Running around like five times? Six, six laps. Six laps. Oh, six. Yeah, we so you're looking at the map and the raid leader's saying things like, okay, focus, guys. And you're just looking at the map. <laughs> people are circling <laughs> around the boss. And you're like, oh, God, this is mythic at this point. Yeah. But I, I think it keeps changing point. Like, it's okay. We didn't have a gift boss, really, though, because I don't think you guys would agree. Shavara was. Way harder than those two. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they the didn't give an open door. Super easy mechanics. Like, mm. You can you can mess that fight up a lot, and your healers have to cover like massively. Which one? Uh, first. Shivara, first boss. The first boss. Or oh, Shivara. He's got like a decent check. Those are, I mean, that's those are the cool mechanics, which was a deep boss in Hellfire Citadel, and that's the first boss in this new raid. That's how far Zulharak. like uh, Zulharak. What did I say? It's a cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely Zulharak, yeah. The stupid, like, mm. fell void. Yep. Now it's for just first poison boss, frost. For first hard, for oh, sure. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. yeah. Compared with, um, especially previous... Champions of the Light, <laughs> which I think <laughs> was oh, the beautiful. easiest first boss in the oh, history of this yeah. game. And that yeah, is true. In mythic history, like, in, in the Mythic rating history. Mm. Um, it was definitely, by far, one of the easier ones. Just mm. everything <laughs> any easier than Champion Flight. Well, me and Conan had to come up with 20 minutes at the post-show for the BFD race on the Champions of Light. Like, that's, that's the segment we've been given. Like, okay, you've got 20 minutes to talk about the Champion of Light. I'm like, dude, 
<laughs> yeah. We just pulled the boss a new Yeah, really nice gold she's riding on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of these transmogs, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. So that's yeah, that. Like, we have. What, what's up, Connor? I was saying, like you said, said earlier, you've got to have like an easy first boss so people don't get like demotivated straight away. But it's, it's got to have some sort of check on it so it's not like a one shot every time. Yeah. That should be recognizable as a mythic boss. Yeah. While still being easy enough that your average raider can partake in that and play yeah. him. Sounds I think it was me. pretty cool to see Asmongold um, struggle with just completely strangers to him. And then after seven hours, I think they managed to kill the first <laughs> boss today. Seven I mean, hours? Mm. I mean, he, he just took people, I think, from the stream and like they actually tried and not they didn't just give up and i think it was cool to see how happy yeah. they could be about just killing the first mythic boss yeah that That's must have been what... such a good feel yeah it's pretty neat it's cool. i think the the last like little end cap to that before i take us on to the little mid-show break you guys can have a quick little walk around if you need to and then we'll come <laughs> back with just some quick chat questions is that there are certain degrees that blizzard seems to be at now with their eight nine ish boss raids and do you like the sort of more almost compact raids, like the sub, t sub 10 bosses? Or do you want something a little more sprawling? I don't think we're ever going to see a raid again, personally, that is like Siege of Orgrimmar with 14 freaking bosses. Because then they have to get, they always have so many more like gimme bosses, because the first half of Siege got dunked. Whereas now you can like the first two or three of a raid get kind of dunked, right? But do you... Which which do you prefer? More bosses more. with like yeah oh yeah like for sure well, I think more as long as you've got skips more's better oh sh but like the the skips not being there at the minute is a a tiller like you can't even go to Jaina without reclaring the entire raid nope up and downs man farming fourteen bosses every week multiple raids I don't know about Beautiful. that one <laughs> I don't I don't know about that one dude now I've... now that we go more hardcore than ever like I don't know nine to eleven. I, th I think 10 is good. 10? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, for me, 9 to 11. I mean, it's it's like you said, kind of in Siege of Algoma, especially the first half of the bosses were pretty much free loot. I think first day of Siege of Algoma, they cleared up to talk or something like yeah, this, which was yeah, the 9th, 10th, 11th. I, I can't remember, honestly. It's so long yeah. ago. But they pretty much cleared 75% of the raid already. Um, was, yeah, or 65, something like this. So more bosses doesn't mean like more content necessarily. So I think this time with eight bosses, they've done a pretty good job with the difficulty of them. But there could have been like one more boss kinda that is on the skill level of like Orgozoa, Queen's Court perps. Would have been nice. Just like another like three to six hours that you perps spend on a boss. But overall, I think um, like somewhere between eight to 11 and Blizzard won't do anything wrong with that. I think too many bosses just gets too exhausting for like your average guild that doesn't spend like us 16 hours in progression yeah and um they kind of also want to have their breaks between pro like between the progression races and they kind of need to also like chill and have like just the farm so i think um what we said is the best probably it would nice to have the skips back yeah, I. Yeah. It's always what, nice doing black hand mount farming and things like that. Is you know, if you if you are farming that and you don't need anything else, is that you can go straight to it. 
It was great for sure. Mm-hmm. Also for boosting purposes. <laughs> I'm not as a guild. <laughs> and even even the way they did um the Ansaurus is where you could, you know, you start to do like the first boss and then you could skip to later and you still Thank have God. three or four bosses to do. But you could skip a lot of the more garbage fights that you hadn't... It wasn't straight to the end. It wasn't straight to Argus. I think that was pretty fair. It just makes so much more sense to have skips. There's no reason not to have them. Because you only... Like, say if you do it four weeks after you, you finish progression, you know, like, get something from the last boss mythic, unlock the, the portal, then that's fine. But, like, mm-hmm. when you're ten weeks deep into farm or even more, you, you don't want to be killing, the like, champions alike or something like that. Yeah. Five times in different splits. Yeah, okay. it's a shame they've removed that. It was very well, We would probably, thanks to Titan Residuum, but yeah, um, yeah. your average guild, uh, like your average guild that perhaps just wants to get the mounts for people, not in Queen Ashara's case, but yeah. generally, that that's why the skips are just so Cause, great. Because now comes to the point, like a lot of people in our guild don't have the Jane amount. Some people don't care about whatever. Like for us to help those people get the Jane amount, we gotta run the whole instance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know awful. why there isn't a skip till after Rastakhan. Just skip right to Mechatorx. Yeah, I don't know, but they, they just, I don't know if they forgot or just didn't put it in or both or didn't want to or it's unfortunate. It was probably far because people were boosting so much because they could clear so many. Uh, I imagine that's probably been part of the issue. Is people oh, yeah, the cooldown map was like massively boosted towards the end of uh, yeah. Legion. Yeah. Like, that was all over the place. Yeah. It's like 10 runs per, like, if you had, like, 10 ults, you just did 10 mountains, basically. Well, it's just, I just don't think a a boss like that should have a mount entire expansion. When raid, when the last raid comes out, I think they should have that's, have some, like, reduce it to the low drop rate, which is... Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, I mean, like, reduces, like, 1%. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that was always something that bothered me in PvE, that basically the mounts were obtainable, the whole, pro- like, the whole expansion, 100%. While a PvP mount, for example, is just like seasonal, then yeah. it gets completely removed. If the completely remo- like like the complete removal is the best thing, I don't know. It makes it at least exclusive, and you can be really happy about it. Mm-hmm. But if it would like immediately go to low drop chance in PvE as well, it would just make it something special and reward the people that actually pushed for it a bit more. And um, nowadays, the PvE mounts you just see everywhere. Like, doesn't matter if it's invincible, if it's the Jaina mount. Like you go into a capital city and you just see them flooded with mythic and boss mounts, which makes it a bit sad because some of the models are really unique and cool. Gul'dan, Jaina, Invincible, and it 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 kinda is sad that um, the exclusivity is um, gone because I do like things that not many people have. But perhaps that is just me having like a superior complex or something. Oh, I don't I know. Agree, Snowflake, like... man. Wow. Uh, it's those it's shoes like... you're wearing right now. <laughs> Shades. Look at this elitist. What can it do? <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't get anywhere with the uh, the famed Slayer thing. I think they were trying to get people, encourage people to take part in that, but I don't think it's really that. paid off. Yeah, it didn't well, do anything online. And, and it's four, time, yeah, it didn't four times the same title. Famous yeah. Slayer of Ashara, famous Slayer of the Harbinger, famous Slayer of the Butterfly. Like <laughs> It doesn't uh, help that it's not a nice title well, anyway. Yeah. So long. Yeah, it just looks so dumb. It looks like you did that Malkara. The Jaina title is really good. The internal. Give me that. All I, all I need. All right. Yeah, that's true. Do, do we have that? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah the internal you... is the initial title, like just yeah. from Mythic Jaina. Oh, I don't even right. know what Jaina. What is Jaina title even? No, Jaina didn't have a title, I don't think, but Ashara did. I'm pretty sure Jaina oh. didn't have a title. 
Ja, Shara ist The Eternal, just the oh. baseline Mythic title that everyone will get. And then the famed that one is Famed Slayer of Ashara. So much better than Famed Slayer. I, I generally thought he said Jaina. I was logging in, like, do I have an Eternal title? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I've not seen this. A true hero of the Za'a law. Of. We used that title for one day, and then we all as a guild has to take it off. That's yeah. the rule. One day, you, you get one day and then turn it off. Yeah, get, get me out of here. Gosh. All right. Well, we're going to come back with some Q&A if chat has anything. And, of course, get the answer to the real question. How does Narcolese keep sneaking into all these world firsts? But I'm going to take a moment real quick to babble about real fast. And again, to thank those that are supporting what I do here directly, these nerds and ladies over on the show's Patreon page. Thank you very much for supporting what I do here directly so I can keep making art and these fancy overlays and all those kind of stuff. But again, that's down below if you want to do that. Again, if you missed from earlier in the show, you know that Fabelina girl that uh, makes all that fancy art on the internet. She has her own book out now, which I gotta buy a copy of that. But she has a line of shirts that we've made called the Little Final Bosses, and it's been a while since we've had another one. Oh, wait. A new Fabelina design has just dropped today, which is the Little Queen, which is a Little Queen Ajara. Of course, it is in all the different types. You got a whole bunch of different t-shirt options, of course. You've got tank top options, you've got baseball tees, you've got sweatshirts. It is also in sticker form if you want to buy it and slap it on your laptop or so. That is up to you. So you can go check that out on the Design by Humans link down below, either here on the stream or, of course, on YouTube. The link is down there. And then if you can grab his little Arthas. You got Ragnaros. You got Anduin and Greymane. We have our Battle, our Azerite Days shirt, which is Gorillas-themed. And a whole bunch of other ones there. We got the Jaina and Kindy one, the Eridar twins, Sylvanas, Lilladin. That's his name. It's Lil- Lilladin because it's it's Illidan, but he's little. But those are all the ones that have fit Fabelina has put together and a couple others that are down there. And that goes to support me and doing the fact that I can keep making the show and keep commissioning art for you guys to wear on your faces or wherever you wear shirts. I don't know where you wear shirts. You could wear them wherever you want. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, it's 2019. But... If you're looking for bits and bobs and computer parts and pieces, of course, if you have not been here for a little while, Final Boss TV is also partnered and sponsored by Corsair. I'm going to be doing my huge Corsair build hopefully soon enough because I've been gone and sick and tackling everything else. But that is a, a big part of how you can support what I do here as well. If you don't need a shirt, but you need anything that Corsair may or may not curate. Origin just joined the Corsair family recently too, so you can basically put together literally everything you want and click the links down below again, YouTube or right here on Twitch, and you can support what I do here to keep the show happening. The spec shows are, of course, back on the horizon, and we will be starting back up again. I don't know which one is next because I have to double-check with guests' schedules, but a way to keep making sure that I can do the World First interviews and the spec shows is Corsair, Elgato, or again, of course, the little final bosses that that Fabe and I have curated and put out there. So those are the links. Those are the stuff. Oh, it literally pops up in chat right there when I'm talking about it. 
But that's all out of me. If you didn't uh, follow the raid race, though, here's something you should bookmark. I brought this up once, and it was actually asked during the show, is that on Method's website, pop over here real quick, method.gg, if you go up here to the raiding tab, they have the huge raid history, which I'm actually going to look at that in just a moment. I want to see the new entries. But the raid progress tab, this gets curated every single race to world first, and it does categorically put together everything that gets sort of smushed together. All the different tweets, all the different comps, all the different clips, all the different highlights, a lot of Scott's forehead, apparently. And again, the raid history tab here. Let's go over to Battle for Azeroth. I want to see the new entry here because I haven't seen this yet. And right down here. So they keep up with how long these raids last. And you can go all the way back. You can go back to the top here. Back to Burning Crusade, Wrath of Lich King, Vanilla, if you want to go take a step back in time. But those are resources, and I'll link them down below, of course, as well. But, yeah. I wonder who has more forehead, me or Scott? Probably Scott. Or me. We're probably pretty tied. But that's all that. So, Narcles, are you ready for the question of the day? I'm ready, dude. How do you keep sneaking in to all these world firsts? Because you don't start in the composition. Mm-hmm. But suddenly, it's like... They just throw the red pally in there, and then the boss dies. Well, it's it's different per boss, pretty much. Like you get brought in for a certain reason, and like let's say for this, it was because last phase damage, a wing adds, and bop for beckons. That was oh. like the main reason. Wait, like red pally. Bop, bop takes off beckon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, didn't you commentate us 300 tries? Yeah, we did <laughs> like, know we noticed, but yeah. I never brought it up. We never had Narcolis <laughs> POV, yeah. Like, for example, the first beckon in phase 2, when we're, like, really heavy DPSing with everyone has cooldowns up, I always beckon the first DPS so that he doesn't lose any damage. Huh. And then in last phase, there's a very... <laughs> like, you just baited, and then there's a beckon that happens, I think. And then I always um, bop the healer that gets the beckon so that he can, yeah, move with the group and top everyone off, because I think there's a lot of damage happening at that point. That's a very good bop. I mean, utility, though. Yeah, utility, and then you have a lot of off-healing, you have Wisdom, which is a big one on healers. It wasn't that big this on this boss, but I think it was pretty big on Jaina, if I remember correctly. Huh. Um, but I don't know, usually it's like this. I always say, there, we always ask everyone, like, what can your class do this tier? And I always say, I'm gonna pop off in last phase. <laughs> People are gonna die. It's progress. I'm gonna get that buff, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pop my cooldowns, and I'm gonna pop off. Now we didn't see logs. Did you indeed? I did pop, pop off. off. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was <laughs> me and Swag, and then the rest of the mortals. No, oh, okay. The, the peasants. The peasants. <laughs> the, but yeah, foot fork. But yeah, I don't know. Red is just a good overall class. Like it brings so much, in my opinion. Like, you have, most classes just bring DPS, and I don't know. I think Red brings quite a lot. Can you, can you tell Reddit that again? Can we get this clip for Reddit? Did you just did you just say what you just said again, just to make sure I heard that, you that Red brings a lot, not just damage? There you Pretty go. simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are other resources on the internet. Would have, did you see Kana's tweet the other day about him getting denied no. Mythic Pluses even though he got world first to Zara? <laughs> I scored too low or something. I was like, what the hell? 
the amount of M pluses I've been denied because I'm a paladin is unreal. What the heck? I never, I never get taken, no matter my item level. They're oh. like, you're not a rogue, you're not a DH, we don't want you. My, me, my mod in chat, Destora, used to be a rep paladin, now he plays a warlock, yeah. Forward slash cries during Avenging Wrath, come on. You can heal though, Nako. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, yeah just heal. Some people are multi-talented in the game. <laughs> did you just? Did you just shoulder? <laughs> yeah, he yes, he did. He did. <laughs> no, just ignore it and let them do it. Some people have healed the world first and DPS, and some haven't. You know, don't you know, comment on that. Don't you, comment on that. You know, guys. Do you I remember when you healed Cahoon, guys? Do you remember? Oh, you remember that? <laughs> Not many people have done that. Mm. I can't remember because he let me die. <laughs> <laughs> well, never it, the boss is two percent. I rather Crusader strike the boss and heal you. Know what I'm saying that boss was legit eight percent or some stuff. <laughs> well, I I see I see a kill opportunity. I go for it. Get <laughs> judgment. Yeah. yeah. Can you do? So this came up again based on our earlier discussion, but again, we need to wait for the Q and A section. If you aren't. Under this usually is like the live commentary section, but because of the race to world first coverage now and how much Mike and I have cashed this kill, doing another like live commentary section, even with the the Raiders, would be kind of weird because we have the pre interviews and the post interviews and we see it. So anyway, so we're just doing like standard just chat talking here. But this one came up earlier. How killable would like the harder bosses in the game be if a system like weak auras didn't exist? Mm. Obviously, oh, Blizzard would probably... Yeah, Blizzard would, would be tuning their raids a little differently, but if you only had, like, boss mods, you had, like, timers, that's it, right? Yeah, but, well, the thing is, spreadsheets are pretty big right now. So, yeah, okay. like, most of the things we have weak girls for is we already have it on a spreadsheet. It's just take the timers that set it's, it's on a spreadsheet and put it into a weak girl. For, for some, like, for example, the soaking. You know, we all, already have it on a spreadsheet. We could just have a guy outside of the raid just saying soak now, soak now, soak now. But instead, yeah, we just have a weak first aura. man would be like your weak aura. Yeah, mm. pretty much. You like... Give them a lot of stuff to assign, and then people can focus on seeing what I... the characters can do without any weak auras. I, I think I think progression would just not be as consistent. Like you would have yeah. more, just more stupid vibes. People would have to be just way more conscious about their character, about what abilities targeting them. If a spear targets you, if you got a certain debuff mm -hmm. on you. Like, people just have to be way more conscious and there would be way more fail potential. So bosses would just take probably double the amount of tries because you would wipe the stupid stuff. Mm. But they would be still killable. But then Ashara would easily take perhaps 700 tries. So Unad would take 1.5k tries. And I don't know really if that would be more enjoyable to play. So, yeah. Please, Blizzard, keep me my weak auras. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't like weak auras, but that's... No, I'm I Suk Suk. Yeah, you're an Uk Uk. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come on. I hit boss. <laughs> no. no. He hits it hard, though. That's what you've got yeah, to remember. That's really good. Hard. Even harder when other people die. Exactly. I love it. I, I'm hovering <laughs> over that Leon Hans. I'm like, well, I have wings soon. You know, you could, I wouldn't mind it. You know, I, I read Leon Hans myself instead and then get the damage buff. You know how it goes. So, Kona, give me healer POV. Any abilities from any past expansions that you'd like to see added back into the game? Uh, the what? Well, for is, healers, yeah, I'd say the the Resto Druid mushroom that would you'd build up healing in it and then explode it. That was like a really fun. Oh, ability. even Mike gave you the 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 fists. Yeah, <laughs> this guy, this guy knows. <laughs> <laughs> the removal of mushroom in all. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah. Remember way back when, when you could cast Starfall, you remember? <laughs> back in Radovan. Back Lich. in the day. <sighs> yeah, the mushroom's like my most missed ability for a druid, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't really I'd never played other healers until this you, expansion. Do you really. still life bloom three times on a tank? No. No, no, it's just one life bloom. Oh, feels bad, man. Yeah. Uh, Losing that life bloom. Yeah. The, that's another <laughs> that was a bad feeling. <laughs> there's a lot of like micromanagement that they're sort of slowly removed away from healers as well. Like druids just have so much stuff you could micromanage. Yeah. Like small cooldowns, maintaining your mastery, keeping your life bloom up. Uh, your reflections and life bloom still there, but like stuff like that, make it make healers more complex to play, or you know give them more reasons to DPS. So you've got like I don't know, there's high, so there's a higher skill cap between healers. Are we talking about choose in chat, Fabo? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, got him. Someone asked me, I answered him. You know, I swear to God, what can I do? I thought that was actually kind of bait. Kono, but you didn't take it because I was waiting for you just to say Trank while moving. Ooh. Well, yeah, Trank while moving is an obvious one. I, I have no idea why why they took that away from us. Like it's it's awful. Like if you have to cancel your Trank like two ticks <laughs> in, kill me. Like <laughs> well, Algazoa does it actually. I don't know if you've encountered this, but you never prepared me for it. So bad, bad teacher. <laughs> my bad, my bad, yeah. But uh, I had to, I had to Trank like uh, I don't know arcing seven, but the boss can spell queue. And I right. needed to try to get the raid ready for the arcing, so I had to track before the arcing, and then he can go, oh, I'm going to do the pools instead. And it just, you have to move, like, because oh, you're going to yeah. die. Uh, and it was the most triggering experience I've had in years. It's like, <laughs> wow. It's like, I'm tracking, move. I was like, oh my gosh. Especially <laughs> now, Resto Druid Trank scales with mastery and counts as a hot and all this stuff, too. It just, it just it gets gutted when you have to move, yeah. Yeah, it's horrible yeah. when you have to, like, lose your trank. Luckily, mine were assigned, like, after the pools on Orgazoa. So it's like, for the uh, the arcings after it, so I never. Yeah, they gave you on purpose the easy ones, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a healer privilege there. How about you, Deep Shades? Anything you want from like a range DPS perspective, or just from a damage perspective that you'd want returned to the game? Oh, just in general, more fun. Like not, I guess more fun rotations is a bit hard to say, but. I just mm. feel like I've lost so many abilities over the years, so many iconic things, like as a, like all the Warlock players in the chat can probably agree with Shadow Burn, the complete old Demonology Warlock, the old Fire and Brimstone. Oh. I just feel like there are some mechanics nowadays, talents, or completely removed from the game that I'm really missing in my, in my rotation, and I, I just feel like I don't have a complete toolkit anymore. I need to spec into either AOE or single target. That was, for example, a big problem this year as a Warlock. Uh, Preach was memeing me a bit about it earlier. When you saw me on Ashara, when the, the little chosen ads came in phase two, mm. I didn't even see of corruption them. Like no. my AOE as a Warlock is so relevant, especially if I don't spec into anything extra into. And I, I just feel like most specs nowadays are kind of incomplete and are lacking. Mm. Either or, and back in the days you could do kind of all. Perhaps not like some classes had a niche that they were perhaps a bit stronger or weaker in AOE or single target or cleave, but everyone could kind of do everything to some extent. And nowadays I just feel like gutted, in, at least in my Warlock. And that's something I'd like to just having like more abilities back, more fun. But um, yeah, I, I kind of have given up on that. So, oh, well, we're <laughs> hoping that. Stole it all. Yeah, we're hoping that 9.0 oh, yeah. is the great, like, anti-prude is what people were hoping for, but we'll... I mean, let's be honest, everyone that has played once the Warlock 
no one can tell me they don't miss shadow burn like just seeing the slow percentage ads sniping them getting the shots back for it it was just something that made fun and rewarded you for a good play and good reactions and nowadays mm. i feel like i don't really have that anymore so i so just going into matter leaping in popping immolation or and just watching the world burn hey yeah <laughs> good times man <laughs> good times there's many things but yeah as long as i have um cool raid bosses which currently are provided by Blizzard, I'm fine. Because for me, I I would always say like the class that you play makes obviously um like or decides on how much fun you have, but also obviously the bosses. And as as long as I have either or, I will not complain too much. But uh, when bosses also turn uh, to be weak, like in BOD for example, then I will kind of riot. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Druish in chat right now with a little bit of the spice and uh but Narcolese, what about you from a melee perspective anything you want to see returned to the game it's it's more just like they remove some stuff but then they keep some stuff hmm. so let's just say straight up they remove auto bubble but then they keep cheap death for rogues Oh, yeah. Why do they do that? <laughs> and then the same with Purgatory. They removed Purgatory for DKs, but then they kept it for the other classes, like Fire Mage and so on. Stuff. So it's for me, it's just more like if you're going to remove something, you remove it for every class or just keep it for every class. That's more for me. Like I can go into, like say, small stuff like give me back 20 yards Divine Storm, give <laughs> DKs back AUE Death Grip, like stuff like that. But for me, it's just. Why is Faint still in the game? <laughs> Can you remove Faint? Please? Wait, that took a turn. Why is <laughs> please? I swear to God, remove Faint. No one <laughs> likes it. The rogues hate it. They don't even press it half the time because it's DPS loss. Oh like... my, yeah, but they, they definitely do that. Yes, or yeah, don't so... do that. I suppose. I, I died just... or something. Why didn't you hit Faint? Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I just want certain stuff back. For me, it's not. I'm not like Fabo. I haven't played. Like, I played, like, DK, Hunter, and then Paladin, like, so I kind of go between these. So, for me, it's not just, like, I'm a Warlock, and I can talk about, oh, give me back this from Warlock, and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The utility balance is, like, all over the place. There's just yeah. zero balance in, like, Clash Utility. Like, Resto Dreads and yeah. Mythic Plus, for example, nobody can touch them just because of the amount of utility they have, regardless yeah. of, like, the healing. I mean, Pretty Blizzard's got about to be at an interesting awakening right now because the MDI is kicking back up again. And the first MDI was like, okay, blood DKs are strong. We knew that. Second MDI, okay, I guess ranged suck in dungeons. Third MDI, yeah. Prot Warrior, three Outlaw Rogues, Resto Druid. That's every freaking team. That And that's the thing now with tanks even. A, a, a Monk tank can outheal a blood DK. On yep. That is, like, <laughs> why? Yeah, it Noga found that out, I think, a couple of days ago, and he was like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. He was so mad. And the MDI is looking scary this time, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Triple like, rope setups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so but Moss is back again already to the Windwalker again. They really <laughs> what a big change. <laughs> what a oh, development. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> they just remove some things and they keep some other stuff, and I don't understand why. If, if you're going to remove it, remove it all. To be fair, it's still really hard in World of Warcraft. I mean, you have PvE, which has different yeah. brackets with M plus and rating. You have PvP with sure, two, sure, three, sure. RPG. I, I think it is quite hard to tune like all I... classes with proper toolkits. Yeah, but utility is sort of like separate, right? You can give if a class is lacking utility, you can just give them a little bit more of something. 
like healers, like I Disc, guess. Priest and Holy Paladin, both have a DR and high DPS. And but, they're the only two that have both. But you can say, like, wasn't, like, Warlocks in this expansion season one were, like, horrible MP. They just died, pretty much, yeah? I, if I'm correctly. And season PvP. one, please. Yeah, MPP. Yeah, until they so, gave them demonic armor. So, so you got more HP and armor. demonic armor, yeah? But the HP also infected you in PvE. So now you're pretty much, like, you can't die. Most of because you have so much more HP than everyone else. I mean, it was always a take Blizzard went for, yeah? The tank, yeah, yeah. Cluster, AK, Warlock. I mean, yeah, Blizzard, yeah. I think, has always some some kind of themes in mind mm -hmm. for classes. Why classes keep something like the Rogue Cheat Death. But I, I agree, it is kind of annoying for someone like a Paladin that had Auto Bubble, get it removed. <laughs> but then, then you have a Rogue that keeps Cheat Death. But I just think that is something Blizzard wanted to, like stay with like certain classes have just this iconic abilities and yeah in rogues it just, case it is the cheat death it just feels bad because when you go to like world first rating like we're doing now it's just like why would you bring this class when this other class has all these abilities faint cheat death cloak yeah. evasion like to be fair this time around it first. was quite balanced on our rate yeah, yeah. if you think yeah. about it it was a little bit in terms of dps <laughs> Out, like outside of the DPS role with healers and tanks, that is a different That's a good thing. They, they did really good. The only thing that goes on DPS right now is the encounters. Like, you have um, Queen's Court. Mm -hmm. Why would you ever bring a melee, like, straight up? Like, get out of here. Get, like, get out why here. would you bring a melee? <laughs> but for Ashen Vein, it's like, okay, we can kind yeah, of have a mix. It's just Ashen Vein, Narco. It's just Ashen Vein. <laughs> I call her Ashen Vein. Like, so, <laughs> that's just how it goes. It's a but, Dark Souls yeah, right there. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I just I like DPS shooting this time around. Just yeah. remove multi dotting, please. I don't yeah. want it in the game. It's not. How dare you? <sighs> it's, it's, if you if you dot one target, you should lose damage. If you dot the next target, simple as that. Should be mm, anything. You should not words. gain damage, but you should not gain damage by dotting another target. Uh, snapshotted soul swaps on its way back now. Oh, oh, <laughs> Thank God I removed it. <laughs> How about uh, came up in chat a few times about we were casting it, of course. Mike and I were talking about this. A bunch of the cast were talking about this. If Falcone is still there, he'd echo the same way as well. Every expansion seems to have at least one mythic only phase, like a secret. Oh, you're right. But so far, nothing. And we probably have one more raid coming out in like January, February, right? To take us home into 9.0. There'll be one more raid. So potentially there'll be something there. But nothing so far here, but with Nazoth and Azjara being all doing their stuff, we were really hoping for something like, you know, 5% something changed, or even like a different, like a Sinestra-style ninth encounter, because again, only eight bosses in this entire raid. Were you guys in the know that you weren't expecting anything else? Were you hoping for, like, a Chogol bust in? But nothing happened. Um, well, there the was... <laughs> I think it's quite normal though, from what I understand, but it's my first time like hearing it being a method. Was there those like abilities that were in the files for Ashara? But mm. like, so we we like was like wouldn't have been surprised if there was something. But like, I think they just do it a lot where they add abilities and then remove them later on. But I, don't remove them from the files. For like, for example, for Jaina, was supposed to be she was supposed to go to an iceberg in last phase. Like she was supposed to go in a completely different place, but they just removed it. Oh, so really? we were like, oh, we're waiting for this to happen, but it never happened. Did we? And yeah, it was. Can't and then, 
Well, for this one, there was supposed to be an ad that comes at one point with some crazy mechanics that mm-hmm. I don't know how, how you would play those. Like another, never happened. like an Ajari witch or something. Yeah, in the, in, the mid- true, yeah. in the middle, like there's a word that doesn't have an ad. I think the, I think there was an ad that was supposed to spawn in the last phase on that word. You know, like in phase three, you have the left, the right, and the, the console ward with Lady Venom Tongue, Serena. And yeah. there was supposed to be another uh, ad probably yeah. in the middle. Mm. I, I think going into this TV, definitely expected to see a mythic phase. Just yeah. like, because like you said, normally you have at least one of these per expansion. And then I think pretty much when we were progressing on the boss, it was kind of clear that there wouldn't be anything anymore. Like as soon as we saw like how long phase one, two and three already took and like what phase yeah. four would be, we yeah. kind of expected already. We don't see another Gul'dan with a complete different phase and there was also not a single new ability coming anymore. But um, I definitely would like to have another Mythic-only phase with um, scenery change like Garrosh back in the days. I, I think it's kind of cool if you if you have like this extra touch to it. And I think a Mythic end boss deserves that extra touch, this extra laugh mm. uh, to it. And I would also not um, complain about a complete additional boss. But the problem is obviously always m- with a Mythic-only boss the the amount of information Blizzard has on these kind of bosses is yeah. kind of limited because they are not getting tested by anyone but yeah, their internal the testing one. team. So they usually end up completely broken and the, the guild that enters the boss first or like reaches the boss first wastes a lot of time or it is completely undertuned. I've, I think Raden was a good example that was pretty much really, really weak and you just stack the ranges and then kill the boss. Yeah. So I would personally probably just prefer a mythic only phase that is cool, like another one, two minutes added to a boss fight and well, just like some special it, effect, it, some scenery change, something like this. It is what you said though with tuning wise, because when it gets a mythic only phase, like there's nothing in the dungeon journal at all. Like you you see you can data mine some stuff that's on Wowhead, but that's about it. So when the raid gets like viewed by like a hundred thousand plus people, and then you see method get into last, get into this mythic only phase, and then it's completely broken. Nothing works because yeah. they haven't really tested it. That like I don't think Blizzard wants that. So yeah, I would say the opposite. I think the think so? yeah, I think because uh, they stopped doing it because so few people ever got to see it. Like Raiden was barely touched. Yeah, that's I'll say the Raiden effect. Yeah. Yeah, and it just is like, this is just a waste of resources. It's nice for the guys who get there, but that's barely anybody, how much are we pouring resources into this? But now it's become more of a spectacle. I think they might refocus on that because for the first time ever, um, there's so many people enjoying it at the same time, vicariously, living through you guys and all the other guilds who are doing it at the same time. It actually adds more spectacle to what's already a big spectacle on their half, and it is getting enjoyed. So it's not a case of people watching YouTube video afterwards get to watch the progress they get to see the first I, time it goes in and they share in that experience i so think i think it might bring it in i think they're going to do more of just making the earlier bosses harder instead of you doing something because like, like you see the hype like if you spend like 80 try on the sixth boss and there's 10 bosses like you're still going to get a, a big viewership from that so i think they're just going to make the early ones harder instead of i mean it's it's definitely else. nice that these world first races become bigger events and mm-hmm. even if it's just people watching us kill the bosses just the thought that blizzard puts more resources into it and we will have eventually more fun in the race and people okay. have like a b- better show it's just nice like everyone profits off it the viewer, mm. the viewer the player even the people that don't view but like played in themselves at some point the bosses 
it's just a win-win situation for basically everyone and it's um nice that perhaps now in the future there's like a little bit more emphasis again on raiding especially like um after m plus came i guess a lot of people were already a little bit scared that raiding would perhaps get like the second row only but like now that uh that like these world first races have proven that they can attract a lot of people yeah it's just nice to see like raiding again kind of to be like the champions league and like everyone watches this is hyped and cheer for their teams it's it's really fun i can't wait for the actual overall post because i know that the uh you guys behind the scenes your the the management for method are going to have something about that i'm sure it'll go up in the the raid progress post again or the esports inquire the twitter handle will have something about it as well about how much how many hours of our aggregate were watched during the, the race to world first i've seen the early numbers and it's large it's yeah. it's very ridiculous it's the last time i saw it was like seven plus million hours worth and that's before it finished and that's yeah. only across one half of the spectrum right because there are obviously everyone else's streams involved too all the different povs so also the Fortnite world cup was simultaneously no it's holy crap like during the race like <laughs> Um, obviously, they beat us in raw numbers during the during that time, but like just oh. to even compete like um, with these kind of events, it's it's just nice and um, it's beautiful to see how many people are still so enthusiastic about such an old game, and also just nice to see or like to read these posts. Yo, I'm not even playing this game, but I'm still rooting for these guys killing this boss. Yeah, uh, like yeah, we just... have to adjust our commentary based on that because people are like I not seen World of Warcraft. I'm into this though, so we had to adjust our commentary on the fly as if they don't know what an orange character is, right? Or what a blue <laughs> character is. Yeah. So we had to start thinking about it from that perspective. And it was really cool. Or even that happen. Or even perhaps to reignite the love for some people to try out the game again or just even play it a little bit casually on the side. I mean, there's so many people that have been uh, that have quit over the years. I mean a game is out like what, 15 years or something. And obviously along along these years, people have it but like now to give them again like this little hope of hey i might enjoy it again a little bit it's just nice to see and um i feel like i can speak for the whole of method like it's really like we all feel blessed to have like this opportunity to like represent this organization and this game and that so many people do cheer for us like it's not it's nothing that we take for granted yeah and it's it's great that so many people um enjoy this journey with us this adventure when they did I think it was like 170,000 people watched that kill. Yeah, yeah toward the end. Live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just on, uh, on, is that aggregate of all, all the method streams? Or no, just, just on just the, no, method, just just the, the channel we were on? Just the channel. <laughs> yeah, so not yeah, even like Scott's or Gingy or anyone. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that was just the method channel. Because yeah. we knew it was coming. So I was like, spread the word. It's going to happen soon. Mm -hmm. And you had that 0.9% wipe. And I was like, screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think as an, for the outsider perspective, it was also really nice that on paper we looked so far behind compared oh. to Perps Limit and mm. the two Asians. And to then have like this comeback of 49% to straight to 5% on the same day, I think it just also like hyped this entire race up again and like this entire NA versus Scribe Europe. playing that. Uh, I'm on to him. <laughs> I guess it was really nice also for the viewer numbers just to see like, yeah, Raw Method is suddenly really going ham. And yeah, then obviously the 0.9% try, you see again, 
the stream doubles or like triples in viewers and then the like, actual kill happens is crazy. I mean as a v like as a player yourself you don't really notice that. I only get that told afterwards, yo man, we were casting you guys and suddenly our viewers doubled. I mean I'm just sitting there and fighting the queen for the seventh day or something and I'm finally uh, done with it. So like yeah, as a player you only notice it then afterwards how big it actually was. And how Same for us. We don't you. see the view yeah. numbers while we're casting. We don't know while mm -mm. we're casting. Mm -mm -mm. We were told yeah, afterwards. only the offcast, only the offcasters or the production yeah. season. Yeah, we get told after we're done. They're like, "Do you know how many people are watching?" Like, no. And idea. and it's crazy, it's like because you you don't like as a player, you don't really like think of it. Man, hundred sixty thousand people were just staring at you killing this boss, especially like when you are perps for that time on the mainstream. Like that, so many different humans are actually like just expecting and hoping for you to kill that enemy. Like you, I you can't really like grasp that like that feeling shameless you know, self-plug cool slightly i i was so i was off the couch during this and uh on instagram i had like just recorded the i like how the thumbnail that pops up is bookmarked doing the <laughs> doing the oh no because i i was sitting on the sidelines watching so you guys can go back and see that this is like the 0 0.8 0 0.9 wipe and then this is the kill to see what it was like to be just in the studio at the time so those those mo I knew I had to like capture that forever, right? From the outside looking in, I was casting Jaina, so at, at the time with with Sophia and Rich. So it was a little different because I was. I actually remember part that of it. actually, yeah, I yeah. remember. But for this one, I'm glad Mike Mike was on the couch, so I get to ca and you just you were laser focused on your line. You didn't have like any jump up. You were doing nothing. You were just you were you were talking it through all the way. But you I'm can see that job. you're doing your job. Yeah, you can see that through in the video too. Both of those clips, the the one, the point nine percent white. Even though I I called it on my prior cast, like I knew it was gonna happen because it's just like it just felt like that's gonna be this type of boss that's gonna just do do dumb crap with the wards and just kill you. The one, the point nine percent white was rough. So you can go back and relive that if you want to see how it was like to be in the studio with all the casters at the same time. But I wanted to. I knew you guys were gonna that. kill it at fifty percent. I knew it was the kill then, but I had oh really. Like, I, yeah, I mean, it was very clear once you got you that perfect transition. It. Like, you yeah, would have yeah. to be so dumb to wipe at this point. Oof. But I, looked, I didn't want my commentary to go, okay, this is perfect. They would have to be literal idiots not to kill it right now. <laughs> don't so give that to them, yeah. That would be a bad line. So I was like, just don't die in beam, it, please. It is, it is actually beam. crazy, though, because, yeah. I, like, we have, we have followed, like, a little bit the other guilds now over the past few days. In my case, for example, a version and Fetcher guest because I have a lot of friends there and, like, a version mm -hmm. is German. And to see how much longer the three heal tactic takes in the last phase oh and how much more can go wrong. Like, in our kill, it's literally the boss is at 50%. We use Bloodlust. We move the first time the boss sees like 30%, 25% or something. I see these, this kid's with three healers, no Bloodlust. The boss still like 42% or something. <laughs> and I'm like, boys, you are about like for a long ride yeah? and yeah. it's just so crazy how we brute forced that last phase the thing is even even with playing another console you could do it like with two healers like uh, <laughs> both our healers both our healers uh -huh. said like oh john no john also for that point is yeah, john, no, no, no. but uh, jo jonathan said <laughs> if you wait like 10 <laughs> seconds i will have a perfect opportunity to top the entire raid up after you click so if you've got to click it five times, like, yeah, uh, well, there's no way to. I think it's just, I think it just caps out at four. I don't know if I think I don't remember. Whatever, it's definitely hard with two healers, but no, yeah, done it. 
Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, the the three hill strat did lock in for limit just about nine ish hours afterwards, though. They still we they still did this. it. No, you guys we didn't. didn't. Honestly, like normally, I'm really pessimistic in terms of man, we will just lose the world first now and limit will get it. But the day we went to sleep, mm -hmm. even though limit still had like such a long day ahead of them, I kind of just felt so secure. I was mm -hmm. like, with their tactic, they will be able to kill it, but it will take a while. Like, they will not do it, like, in the next few hours, I think. And, like, then when we killed the boss, also, like, the day, like, on the day we killed it, before the raid started, Scribe was like, man, we kind of need to hurry up. They, their, tech, their tactic is hard, but they can do it if they don't play stupid. But we were, like, after the, after the boss was dead, ah, man, Limit will kill it this reset, but, like, not that fast. Then I'm in bed. I open like one more time MFGG, like the raid focus page, mm -hmm. Limit has killed it. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Was it really that close to race? Like, uh, I don't know, like really huge respect to Limit actually sticking with the tactic and killing it that yeah. fast. Because their last phase, I think, was like 70 seconds long or something, I got told, than ours. And that is crazy. I, I feel like we just took so much pressure out of that fight with uh, shortening that last phase. And they played it, um, even though... It was quite chaotic then in the end with two people only alive, but it's still quite a feat of strength to kill, kill the boss that way. No, it was impressive because uh, we all were listening to you guys like idiots. We were listening to what you guys were saying. They're like, they'll need another reset of gear. <laughs> you know, they're miles away. No, we're not afraid. So when you did, because uh, I had to leave early because you got the 5% wipe mm. uh, on the last cast the day before you killed it. And then you stayed up till like 3 a.m. Tried yeah, to kill we, we, like to nearly till four even we really tried to kill that boss. Score even wanted to do all night. He was like, "We are not leaving until the boss dies." <laughs> well, we we had to leave because we had to cast at eight a.m. So we had to give it up. And uh, I, I was like, "If they kill it while I'm in bed, I'm gonna be so <laughs> angry." That's the, I, I woke mean, up. That was like that's wicked. all I cared about. Not yeah. limit. I, no. I really didn't think limit had a chance to do it before the reset with everything we were hearing. Well, it's well I didn't even wait to check while progress when I woke up, which is like. You see the first thing you do when you're racing, but it's that, like that confident that we didn't think they'd kill it. That day, waking up in the hotel room, and I knew you were opening the stream that, that morning that everything happened. And the first thing I did was just like, was refresh the hotel internet so it connected, and then immediately brought up the Method Twitch page, and to see you just casting on the couch, but it wasn't dead. And I was like, alright, well holy crap, first off, second off, damn. <laughs> so then... <laughs> <laughs> what about the day? And it took multiple shifts to get through because it wasn't just like right after. Because I had predicted the day before it was like lunchtime. They come back in lunchtime, but no, it, it took it went a little bit into the evening. There, it was a it was a tense feeling in the uh, in the Take TV bar the whole time we were there, though. It was because we all knew the kill was coming like every pull, like any yeah. pull could do it, and you guys knew that as well. And you could see yeah, it that, your that's faces. like we're just waiting day. to kill it. When you kind of know like the victory is secured and like it should happen soon, but you still have like you like you can't ruin it now. We have to play still good, and that that atmosphere is always so crazy. And then when when you fi finally can jump off your chair, you like you hug the boys. Like mm -hmm. I don't know, it's it's great. It was a tremendous moment. I was very thankful to actually be on the couch for it. So <laughs> good, uh, oh no, it was awesome. But. Let's uh let's wrap this up here, gents, because we're just about two hours now. All of a sudden, like I said at the beginning of the show, it probably just will fly right by, and so it has. But it's late for you all over in EU, so let's uh Narcoles, do you have anything you want to leave 
Any words of wisdom? Any little nuggets of knowledge that you want to impart upon anyone? Don't hate on rats. <laughs> Simple as that. Empty your pug. <laughs> please invite Empty red colors. We're not bad, I swear. We're not bad. We can do damage. But yeah, I don't know. I okay. just, it was great to be here. I had fun talking with the boys and you two. Yeah, it was great. About it. Yeah, it was good having you on, even though you weren't in the studio. Are you going to go to the next event? If they ask me, I'll go. Okay, there you go. Mike, put it Same. in your putting your retainer. Uh, you will not cast unless Narcolis shows up. Yeah, I'm the same as him. If I get asked, I'll go. I'll do. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Shades. Yeah, it would be nice to go. Well, yeah. Thanks for the invitation. Of course, it was always fun chatting with the the lads. Mm. Then, obviously, like uh, big thanks to the community for making this even possible. I mean, without them, we couldn't even do these events. And also, once again, getting like sixty-five thousand dollars for Save the Children. For something, I think sixty-seven thousand, um, yeah, or sixty-seven thousand. I think can be something the whole community can be proud of. Like not only the players or the casters. I think, like it's, it's a, like it's all of us that made this possible and mm. um, yeah, improved some people's lives, which is nice to think of. And um, also, like big respect, like to all the other guilds, the two Asian guilds that have been like crazy good this time around. I think it was AFKR and Alpha. I think will. Uh, third and fourth then obviously limit and pieces like it's it's really nice that this race is becoming more of a race again after it has been su for such a long time just a two horse race like it really feels like so many teams are competing all the regions are in there and it's it's just nice because it pushed the, the the entire event especially with the drama we had been going on before with red bull and us honestly in the end of at the end of the day, it's still like a video game. We all should enjoy it. The viewers should enjoy it. And um, you can, like, especially for the viewers, like, you can root for your teams, but don't don't hate on the others. Like, just just cheer your teams up as much as you can and respect um, every competitor in the race because everyone is giving their best. And at the end of the day, we are just some, some I don't know, 15 to 40-year-old humans that just enjoy this video game. And, I uh, know, like, thanks for that, though. And also get Method Yeezys patented. Yeah. There's probably yeah. also older people. I don't know. I just spoke <laughs> of all guilt. Yeah, like, we are, we are everywhere. We don't need that. Like, we don't need Yeah, we, don't we are need, in we between, don't need like, shoes. 18 and 40. I oh, Narkley <laughs> says you don't, we don't need Method shoes. Oh, we went a different way with that one. I uh, know. I mean, like, I'm not agreeing, but no. Uh, a jacket will be. Kona. How about you, sir? Yo. Uh, not much to say, really, other than I think the next race is going to be massive. A lot bigger than what it has been or what we've seen. Mm. All the guilds are like going to step up, I think. So, looking forward to that one. And then maybe, maybe seeing some more rest hydrated rather than disc and pally. But... Fingers crossed, brother. <laughs> Fingers, uh, yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed. Brother. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Unity. Unity across the tree. <laughs> oh, no. So, Mike, do you have anything you want to close out with, sir? How about you co-hosting this with me? I appreciate the your time today. I know it's getting late over there, and we had to wait for yeah, you to finish your raid, which... Uh, <laughs> what what just happened when you uh, jumped on the show today? What was just, um... Oof. Oof? What? Your, your wife ones are cool. Oof. Oh, yeah, 0.3%. Nice. <laughs> nice. What a good day. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you died <laughs> like, i hate you so much <laughs> uh but no uh if, regards to the race being a part of it is always a pleasure like i'd love it when the that email comes through because you never know because I'd, I'd never done it before it's like are they going to ask again or whatever <laughs> like you know so we kind of wait because you know to see what happens uh but to see my biggest thing for the race and i think deep shades talked about earlier is to look at the now there's a stage that method's made and it is method that has made the stage for the world first race and seeing all these other guilds say we have a place to go now because it, it was a case and i spoke to a lot of the guys who were in and i played with a lot of the guys who were in the world first race for a while is they said if you're not first you're last and you put all this preparation in you do all this work and it's not worth it because you're not you, you don't win so they just don't care anymore but now it seems to be moving back up and i'm really loving a big part of my fun time casting was actually the chinese guilds especially jth yeah like seeing those guys push up there they surprised me every morning because i casted them quite a lot and i'm really looking forward to see what they do next time now they see that they're close because if we look at if you've seen the top five there's what, four asian guilds in there now it's four in the top, the top four five in the, in the top, top eight in top eight yeah in the top nine actually there's like five asian guilds in the yeah top it's nine. crazy how many um yeah. of the asian region are this time around showing up yeah five up. of them in the five of them in the top ten and i think all of them are even daytime guilds yeah like i don't know they just need a good tier and there could be also world first world second world third it's crazy for them yeah, I would like to have them in the room. And that's what we always look at as casters is like, we, of course, we're there to support you guys. But at the same time, we do want to have, you know, all the, the competition together so we can so we can see how everybody's doing side by side. And of course, global release, please, Blizzard. That would be oh, really yeah, nice. please. Yeah, would please, be definitely nice. can we have that? That would be so nice. If we that could do it with expansions, the... we could do it with a raid, okay? That's sort of the underpin that came up in chat a few different times. If your if your question came up and it wasn't something we were gonna address, it was just kind of like wasn't gonna have a good discussion about that, like healer balance and things. And but what's gonna happen to all the drama? Well, all the oh yeah, where's the drama, drama? Mike? <laughs> well, I, I think people will find things to be dramatic about. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think that's an issue. I mean, of course, the twenty first man was cheating. Of oh, course, the of course. Fixes were clearly just to make methods life easier. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's yeah, actually got... funny how much drama there's always found of the of it's like crazy. Uh, of the people, and then in the end, like the guilds between each other are just like talking with each other on Discord, the... memeing around. Like I, I, I remember, the, I remember the old MMO champion threads when it was just like, oh, they have this combo. Oh, this is that is this a resto druid or a balance druid? Like that was the old MMO champion. Nowadays, yeah. it's just drama. Man. Yeah. Oh, it's because you're live streaming it, so the, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's kind of anything. nice to see how enthusiastic people can get just cheering for their region or for their favorite team. It's like really funny what kind of stories also sometimes I love appear. it. <laughs> like, I, I love drama, man. It's really it's good. good. Yeah. yeah why do you guys hate Limit so much? <laughs> <laughs> and how did we get these locks of Limit for so <laughs> yeah. many tears? Uh, <laughs> uh, where did they come from? <laughs> Was it the Warcraft Lux owner? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that was the best one I've heard so far. That was yeah. He's a, good, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. It's, it's a, good a girl, guy. actually. Yeah. In fact, it's a girl. It's oh, a it's, girl, a girl. it's a good girl. Well, <laughs> At least that's what Snogger told me. Throw a, Jane, throw a Jane amount their way? Easy. Easy. <laughs> that's how you do it. Easy. That's how you make back that gold <laughs> deficit from Jaina, right? And from Unat. Yeah. That's how it comes back. All right, I'm hitting this button, gentlemen. We're getting out of here. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Episode number 192, Method World First. I was trying to get together like a, a World First, World Second smushed show. So if you're wondering, 
Limit is doing like their own thing right now. They're just taking the time off, chilling. They've declined the invitation to be on like a big show like this, but we'll see. I am still going to try to put together a, uh, speaking of all the different Asian guilds, I want to see if I can get someone to actually speak English from the different top Asian guilds and try to make a show with them. Might not be next Sunday, might be the Sunday after that. Not sure because of the language barrier there, but that would be a lot of fun. If I can bring some of them on and actually pick their brains about what they think, because some of them rented out like huge swaths of hotel rooms, made like their own like land studio for like their entire freaking, it's nuts over there. We're going to talk to them hopefully soon. But around the horn again, there's Narcles down there in the bottom right corner. You can follow him on the same name on Twitter, but a Z. Did yep. someone take your Twitter name? He, they did. Oh. They stole it. Okay. <laughs> they stole it, man. The boy in the sandwich down there. We got Deep Shades. You can follow him over there. Watch him uh, dot things right now because he's just playing Affliction Warlock. Is that a one trick? One trick. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> one trick. Yeah, the Warlock oh, just got finds always another Spectre that one trick at. <laughs> and there's Kona as well, hopefully getting to heal on the Restoration Druid. Just join the MDI teams. I don't want to play Mythic Plus all my life, man. Oh. <laughs> They're in there practicing like 10 hours a day right now. I'm like, no, 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 no. Hey, imagine playing the game that much per day. Nerd. Oh, no. Not cool like us, 60 no. hours a day. No. <laughs> Can't Gents. even do it proper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even got any pearls. That's so the ten hours is in Mythic Plus, and the rest is like just farming islands and pearls. No, 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 no. Oh my goodness, Mike, you beautiful bastard. Break. Thank you for coming with me, sir. Mm. It was a blast, even though your intro was—I uh, did not expect that. That's Don't the whole do point, it. Right? I suppose that's true too. You want predictable, Mike? That's not going to work. <laughs> fair that's enough. Work that's fair enough. And of course, there's back to me. But again, thank you all for watching. Again, one final time, Fably and I put out another design to commemorate this tier in the Little Queen. You can go check that out on the DBH page down below and go send her when you, if you get the shirt, selfies at Fabelina on Twitter. Show her that you are buying her silly art and putting it all over yourself. But that's it for me, everybody. Next week, spec show or Asian show with the different guild combinations that can speak English. We'll see. Oh, you know, on Twitter. I don't know. It's tough, man. I know it's like the, it's the joke. Like, when am I going to have to do a world first show where people that can't speak English? I just can't do it. But have fun farming your pearls. I'm not farming pearls anymore, though. Can't Haha. <laughs> what? It's going to be great. Oh, Need your dailies on also still, man. Oh, I'm going to go play Destiny, I think, and like veg out and get this stuff online. But thank you very much for watching. Have a great one. Enjoy 8.2. Oh, there's actually DJ. Is that your emote? No, it's Mara's. Mara's is a great one. Honestly, ah. it's a great one. <laughs> it's Hypers, but he's holding a mana pearl. <laughs> oh, no. All right, that's it. <gasps> bye, 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 bye. Wave. Wave bye, lovely people. Wave bye. Wave bye. There it is. Oh, oh the jazz hands. The jazz hands. Oh, yeah. no. Don't. I came. <laughs> ah. <laughs>